Welcome, everybody. We are the X1 Bros. This is your positive gaming and Xbox One community. This is podcast number 322. It is a fabulous week. It's been a fabulous week. It's the middle of summer, and boy, does it feel like it is 100 and hot degrees outside. 100 and hot with a change. 100 and hot. No, there's a shortage. No change. No change. No change. No change. That's true. That's right. There's a change shortage. Welcome, everybody. Thank you very much for joining us. As always, I'm joined by the bros, the X1 Bros. First and foremost, it's Mr. McSpicy, Mark Haywood. Hello. How's it going? Jordan the Man is in the house. Hello. And last but not least, I am X1. Welcome to another fantastic show. We do have some house notes here. First up, it is the last day of the month. So next next week is uh, actually going to be our updated credits, our Patreon giveaway, etc., etc. I do want to mention, if you want to support the show, there's two ways you can do it. You can do it via Patreon or you can come over to YouTube.com uh, forward slash X1 Bros. Click the join button on our channel and subscribe to us that way. Uh, it's $4.99 a month, the same as it was on Mixer. You get access to emotes uh, and stuff like that. So come join us over uh, emotes and you get a badge. There you go. Yeah. Loyalty badge. If you want to support us, it's an excellent way to do it. It yeah. is, absolutely. Uh, but other than that, it is, it is the last day of the month. Since it's the last day of the month, I do want to talk about our game club game that yeah. we played. Yeah. It was Rise. Beat it just in time. Son of, Ro- Son of Rome. Jordan, Jordan the man beat it. <laughs> just in time. It was Rise, Son of a Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that could have been the sequel. <laughs> it could have been the sequel. That would have been an awesome title. Yeah, so Rise, Son of Rome. Uh, I'll just give you... Streets of Rage Edition. I'll give you my first imp- my, my impressions. Now, when I went into this game initially, I wasn't expecting it to stand the test of time. Nothing's been done to it. It's not an Xbox X enhanced game or anything like that. It stands up. I think it's a very underrated game mm-hmm. in this genre. I would like them to see... I would like to see another one. I think what you if you just take the bones of this one and you make another one, updated, awesome graphics, maybe a little bit more in-depth story and, and gameplay, longer campaign, something like that, you could do something really special with that franchise. It stands the test of time. It's still beautiful, even though it was a launch title. The controls are tight. I expected them to feel heavy, super tight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just, it is, I think, what gaming is at its core it's just fun mm-hmm. right it reminds me of why i love games it's just fun there is nothing funner than taking on three barbarians at once getting your ultimate and just slicing them and dicing them in ways that is disgusting and awesome mm-hmm. at the same time mm-hmm. you are a killing roman machine and it's beautiful and i really liked it i really enjoyed it uh mm-hmm. jordan yourself you beat it what did you how did that last level go for you on uh, updated, isn't that that's good. one of the coolest scenes and yeah. levels? Yeah, when he's walking through oh, that part, so yeah, good. Yeah. Did it did it hold up to you for you? No, yeah, it's good. I I think when the game came out, like you, I I think it was a little underrated, right? I I don't think um, I think the game was good, right? I don't think it's like I don't think it's a great game. I don't think it's perfect. I think there's room for improvement. But what I think it does is I think like any first game in a genre, right, or or in a series, I think it sets a good foundation. I think if they decided to make a sequel, they could have made a really good sequel. Uh, and the setting of the game works perfect. I mean, who doesn't want to play in Rome, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just it's just a it's a fascinating time period, and and it's cool. It's I, cool, yeah. So, but no, I think I think the first game set a really good foundation. I don't think it's perfect. I think there could be improvements, uh, like maybe less quick time combat stuff like that. Maybe yeah. the second one they could have added more of a. Not necessarily level up system, but RPG type stuff where you know you get. I mean, you did become more powerful. It was decent. Yeah, yeah, it no, wasn't no, bad. Yeah, no, it no, just yeah, wasn't no, I, super in depth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like it laid a good foundation. It set up your characters, your story, your setting, right? 
I think if they would have pursued a sequel or even a trilogy or anything like or that, if they I still think, do. I think. Well, I mean, I, who knows, right? Yeah. You know, but uh, got that in their back pocket. I, I yeah. Anyway, I think if they did pursue a sequel uh, or a trilogy or whatever they want to go for, I think it could do really well. But I didn't they talk about we're not making a sequel. For, I mean, that could always change, yeah, I right? Don't know why. But I, I think mean, I think you should make a sequel. But I, I mean, it was uh, it was. I think it was a really good foundation. I think it's. I think it's very. Dude, good. I'm playing a lot. You of, could even do. I don't even mind if you do this. Yeah. Rise, daughter of Rome. <laughs> yeah. I'd be down. Yeah. I'd be yeah. down. Yeah. yeah. Imagine the armor. Ooh, <laughs> yes. No, I, I actually think I've been playing a lot of uh, Halo Combat Evolved lately. Yeah, okay. Going, we're going through the series. I think it's, a, I mean, I think Halo's a better game. Well, you're but, taking I mean, one I mean, of the yeah. greatest games no, ever. The but game I that think, put Xbox on the no, map. But I think it's similar in the fact that Halo, if you compare it to some of its other ones, like 2 and 3 especially, yeah. it's not as good, but it laid... A foundation, you know what I mean? Like it set a good foundation for that to build off of, right? For Halo Two yeah. and Three to build off of, right? Which I what, which is what I think Rise Son of Rome does. So the sequel, Rise Daughter of Rome, or whatever, it could be Rise Rise Bastard of Bastard of Rome, Bastard of Rome. Uncle. <laughs> Uncle Uncle of Rome. Uncle of Rome, roommate, roommate, <laughs> Rise yeah, roommate, yes. of Rome. roommate of Rome. No, but I I thought of that last loader. <laughs> Rise, freeloader of Rome. Rise, freeloader of Rome. <laughs> I thought, I thought of that last night. I thought, like, because I was playing Halo Combat Evolved. I thought, hey, because I just finished Rise yesterday, right in time, right for yeah. Game Pass. I thought, man, Halo was a really good foundation and set up a lot of stuff that then Halo Two and Three took and made better, right? Yeah. I think Rise is in that same position, and I, I, I am a little bummed they did not pursue a sequel and and build off of that. That initial yeah, uh, I agree. I think and the important thing is is it still holds up. If you haven't played it on Game Pass game, uh, guys yet, Game Pass, go go check it out. It is super good. Chat says Rise was like that one movie on Rotten Tomatoes that the critics gave a nineteen percent, but the audience gave it an eighty percent. I agree. I think there was this expectation at the beginning of this generation that critics and we all maybe suffer from it a little bit. They had this very high expectation because there was a, a lot of those first games. Titanfall was one of them. Rise was one of them. Mm-hmm. Where they kind of hammered it in in the review and then went back and destiny was one of it as well and then went back and uh corrected themselves that actually this was really good you know i think we just had a little bit yeah. too much hype no, that, in this game that's a really interesting comment because i feel like we're kind of seeing that again going which, into the new generation which is there's inter- a lot of high which is interesting you know I mean? uh i do think that that was a real thing uh at the beginning of this generation jordan actually sent me a message today and said that you know hey we were really like critical of media mm-hmm. at the beginning of this podcast. But I think at the beginning of this generation of Xbox, there was this, it was an adjustment. I think it was an inflex point, uh, a, a, a transition mm-hmm. point of changing the types of games, always online yeah. d- games. You know, they reviewed those. They tried to do the traditional review of one, one review final. And then they started, you know, they have since adjusted. And now I think reviews are actually a lot better than they were uh, at the beginning of this. Oh, yeah, of course, there's improvement, yeah. But it's interesting to me, Jordan, that you, you were listening to our earlier episodes. Yeah, because I messaged like, you today and well, I said, you, hey, We man, were you. really critical of, yeah. of media at that time. But I think looking back, when you look at, like, Rise, Son of Rome, Destiny, there was, there was, this, there was this critic review, and there really was this audience review. Like, Destiny even, got hammered, and yet it was the number one played game, right? Even like, another launch title, which Mark can attest to this, one of the greatest games ever made. It's definitely in my top five, but Dead Rising 3. 
Yeah, that was, game's fantastic. I mean, that, I mean, okay, I say one, I love I, okay, that game. I say one of the greatest games ever made in my top five. If you have a friend to play with, I think yeah. that's what made it more fun. But what that game did is a lot of I, rem- I remember specific reviews complaining about the graphics, how his hands look terrible and stuff like that. But what that first of all, that game was incredibly fun. And what it did is it showed you like remember how many zombies were on screen, which yeah. is now just a standard. It was the you first know what time I mean? we'd yeah. ever seen that. And it was like holy crap. I mean, when you can wear a thong. <laughs> on a steamroller bike, steamroller Harley, yeah. steamroller with Harley. your friend with who spikes has, on the front, with your friend who has, I'm gonna say it, a dildo gun, like dildo machine gun, yeah. yes, and that you, just, you made from and, scratch, and you see that on screen with thousands of zombies, and then you just go for it. I mean, that game, that was next gen to me. You know what I mean? That <laughs> changed my life. <laughs> yeah, bro, that was one of the funnest games. I actually think on our YouTube channel, one of our first videos is of me and you playing it. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, what yeah. Are, yeah, that was. It was like, <laughs> But see, there, there's another game that I feel, I, I don't think it got as harsh as reviews as like, let's say, Rise, yeah. uh, but I, I do think it another underrated game, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, and another launch title well, for games, and, right? And I think it just shows the evolution of where we are at uh, today in that I don't see that difference in reviews as harsh. I'll, I'll give you a, a prime example, too. Remember, um, it was like a Madden review. And it was and it was just off. It was like, look at these squiggly lines. Oh, yeah. I was like, Dude, that's built every, into the game. Everybody like, was it's like, a glitch. My lines don't even stay straight. Like, well, no, that's yeah, actually that's a part of the crowd. Where are like the the, um, the basketball game where the crowd would get loud, but they didn't realize that it was the cr- it, like things would start to shake yeah, a little bit. Yeah, and they did that because they wanted to introduce Simulate some sort crowd, of yeah. simulation experience of, yeah. of crowds. You know, and they're like, this it's a bug in the game. No, they they did that on purpose. Yeah. Anyways, I I don't. I don't see that big of I don't see that now. I see fairly a lot more accurate. I feel like there was this evolution for all of us in gaming where these new things were introduced. A lot of people say, "Oh, the Xbox from the Xbox 360 or the PlayStation 3 to the Xbox 1 and the PS4 wasn't that big of a jump." It really was. It just wasn't in it wasn't in graphics like we thought it would be, but over time it has been. But what it was, it really did introduce these changes. Uh, in this new yeah. way of, I mean, just look at look at what's in our lexicon today versus five years ago. Oh, yeah. uh, I mean, Battle Pass. Uh, j- I mean, just all sorts of things that just didn't exist yeah. before, um, and and really kind of paved the way, I think, for this next generation of games. It's really yeah. cool just to see the evolution. You can see it through. Well, you know, game media reviews and and stuff y- like that. You know, another thing since we're on the topic, another thing that was really interesting and. It's kind of almost basic. It's basically changed. But do you remember when Xbox first announced their Xbox, uh, and they got a lot of flack for the always online mode? Uh, it, was, oh, yeah. it was it was originally yeah. always online, yeah. and they got a ton of flack. And now thinking about it, if you think of the top five games played right now, I mean, I they don't have to be your favorite games, but let's be honest, the top like five games played right it's now, basically always online. Yeah, games. Fortnite, Apex, Warzone. Um, Grand Theft Auto Grand online. Yeah, I mean, they're all <laughs> always online. Well, it's interesting. Again, it was you know the transition I mean? period yeah, yeah. for us as gamers, for gaming media, the whole shot, right? So what is what is criticized today as being unattainable is actually most likely the future, right? Like mm-hmm. that, that tends to happen, and we just mm-hmm. don't realize it because we haven't had experience to it, exposure to it. And in some cases, the technology just isn't there yet. Like in all fairness to us as gamers and people who complained about that, the technology, our experience with that technology, always being having to always be online. The internet wasn't where it is today, five years ago, right? Like it's a lot. We're a lot more stable now than we were then. So it's just it's interesting to watch that evolution. Uh, I do want to since you brought up. Oh wait, 
before before we move on, Spicy, do you have any thoughts on Rise, oh, yeah. Son of oh. Rome? Sorry. No, no, that's okay. That's okay. We're, we're, that's what we were talking about, right? Yeah. 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 So I kind of feel like uh, the same. I'm having the same feelings like when I was in college and I went to a class and I'm looking around the room and uh, everyone pulls out their homework <laughs> and uh, they're all ready. And then I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. I forgot I, it. I didn't do my homework. <laughs> That's kind of how I felt. And I thought I was about to get away from it. Oh. I never played. Oh, I never played, played it. This <laughs> I thought Wait, I, even when it, I thought you were making it. Yeah, yeah, I thought I was about to get my slide through the class because not here. yeah, because the subject was changed so <laughs> hard. I'm like, yes, he's not going to ask me that question. Uh, not with no. I've been, uh, I've been playing Ghost of Tsushima instead. Not with yeah. Professor X. <laughs> that's a good Not one. With Professor no, that's X a good one. game. Yeah, yeah, so whoopsie. I never played it this month. Sorry. I it's was okay. playing other things and you doing can other come, things. come after hours to my office. You can make it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Extra credit. I really did. When you guys were talking about it, I was like, oh, damn it. I noticed you're really quiet there. <laughs> I'm not saying a word. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so there you go. That is Rise, Son of Rome. Uh, we do a Game Cup game, guys, every month. Come join us over on Discord, x1bros.com forward slash Discord. Discord. Dicks. No, that's uh, the other X1, one. Or that's X1, the other one. Yeah, don't go to that one. Yeah, don't go to that one. Or x1bros.com, and you can just hit on the Discord link there. That's um, our other channel. Discord. We play a game every single month as a community. Uh, we try to get them in Game Pass so that everybody can join in them. Our game. Are you ready for this for next month? For can next month, drum roll? can we get like an excitement the hype train? Oh, okay, I gotta go. I gotta go in here. I gotta dig. Keep talking. Keep talking. The uh, game. Talking. No, I don't. The game. Know. The game of games. We're very excited for this one. Uh, it's on game. If you're in the pre-show, you know what it is. But for everybody else that's listening right now, honestly, I can't find it. I don't know where it is. Uh, hit that. Just hit a button. Hit a random button. Well, I'll I mean, I could, hit do, a button. I could do like a uh, this. There we go, guys. The Game Club Game of the Month for the month of August. We figured since it's hot as hell outside, why not play Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice? I found one. Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice (laughs) is the Game of the Month for the month of August. Come join us. Come join us over in Discord. Guess what? We just just posted it in our Game Club Discord right now. We are are synced uh, up. Isn't this one only like a five to ten hour game? Like it's not really a long it's one. Not long. Yeah, it's not long. I'd say six six to ten hours at the most. Uh, I'm gonna do it in five. I played this. I played this through once. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited to go back and play it again, guys. This this one is a must experience. I uh, have never played. It this does game. some things differently <laughs> that I can't tell. You. Make sure you play it with headphones. That's all I can say because they tell story through sound while you're playing the game. It's beautiful. It's raw. It's gritty. You can see if you've never played this game too. You can see this is Ninja Theory that Microsoft picked up as a first party uh, studio. You you can see why people are so excited that Microsoft picked up Ninja Theory because when it, when it comes to the console wars and everybody says well PlayStation has these these types of games that Xbox doesn't have Hellblade is that type of game and Hellblade Two uh, I'm very excited for it. imagine being able to make Hellblade with unlimited funds <laughs> yeah, yeah gonna yeah. be amazing Ninja Theory is just a small studio that put this together it's gonna be Did 15 hours this a time. fantastic <laughs> job. <laughs> At least double. At least, <laughs> at least double. Oh, yeah. Double the time. That's, that's, that's what that's the money does. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyways, come join us. Uh, Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. That is our game club game I of have the month. I have never played that game. This will be my first time. Yeah, dude. Very excited. I, I promise, teacher, that I will actually play this one. Okay, okay. <laughs> Okay, it's only six it to ten hours. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to fail my class. <laughs> uh, with that, you guys did bring up the dildo gun, and so that's your segue. Yeah. So with the dildo gun, I actually want to go because I had this thought while you guys were talking about the dildo gun. 
what are the top three guns in gaming of all time? Well, that's, is the, and is the dildo gun up there? Does it make the list? Because it sounds amazing. It doesn't make the list because of the gun itself. It <laughs> makes the list because of what it actually does well, to the zombie when you shoot him. What's funny, because it would stick in yeah, them and, and then go limp. And you can, yeah. And that's that's actually, it's more so the ammunition what makes the top But and, the But top the funny guns. thing about it, it didn't, really didn't do that much damage. That. Like it was one of the weaker guns, but it was yeah, hilarious. It was, it was great. It made that. It almost made a. I don't even want to get into the noise, but just play the game. Like it, it made this. I don't even want to. Describe Can I tell it. you that that game is one of the only games that made me laugh so hard? We played that for like two weeks, right? Yeah. Just two weeks straight, me and you. My stomach. I mean, I exercised my core a lot <laughs> because I was laughing so hard the entire two weeks. It was one of the funnest times gaming I've ever had in a game. Well, I just remember when you you guys showed me the scene when you play the bad guy and he's like he's like walking up above you in the rafters and he's like lick that lollipop. <laughs> yeah, 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 the bad guys yeah. in this game, uh, yeah. the best Jerry? bad guys. In, yeah, I'm Jerry with two R's. Oh yeah. my gosh, it is so funny. It is so funny that the bosses, that everything about that, the guy that the refrigerator salesman or whatever. Oh yeah, the, oh, the samurai the guy samurai that, that guy his was wife hilarious left for because, a refrigerator salesman. Oh my yeah. gosh, the they game's were, fantastic. They were funny. Yeah, they were. That game was really good. Okay, so give me. Let's go through. Let's do top three games of all time. Guns. Guns. Guns of all time in gaming. Then the dildo gun from. Uh, that's got to be. Or Alive. Yeah, that's that's definitely on like a. It's like an honorable mention. Honorable, yeah, honorable mention, mention yeah. because most it didn't unique. do any damage. Okay, maybe maybe we don't go top guns. Maybe we go most unique guns. Okay, most top three most unique guns in games currently uh, or in the last, let's say, this generation. Dildo gun is is that on the list? You think as a unique gun? Well, it's definitely unique. Yeah, yeah I would it's say definitely on the list. List definitely on the list. So the dildo gun. I just like saying dildo well, gun. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I mean, mean who does like the like we can go to Destiny for a lot of the guns that I like. Like Fatebringer, I love that weapon. Also, they got the best titles for games. Yeah. I mean Fatebringer. And then the, the Gallahorn when it was in its prime. I'll tell you though, one of my favorite you think of beauty. One of my favorite guns of all time though is probably the DMR from Halo. Yeah, it's cuz it just one. it feels good. Like when you shoot and hit someone, and I like that semi-automatic stuff. So I did. I did really like the battle rifle as well. Okay, so the DMR. Okay, so really we're good. staying with top guns of all time, not unique guns. Let's stay with top guns then. Uh, I mean, well, I guess we could generically say the M4 that is basically your in, jack of all trade. Every gun. single That's an hard every shooter, shooter, right? Yeah, shooter. the M4, right? You know. I really like the sound of the M1 Garand from like all the battlefields. The tink. Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. The where it comes out. Yeah. The that's how you pronounce sound? it. That World War Two gun. About the yeah. sound of the Kraber in Apex. Oh yeah. That's the scary sound, gun. The sound of death. <laughs> yeah, that one's terrible. You hear that yeah. and you stop. Any it's terrifying. Any like fifty caliber sniper rifle. Gun? I would imagine Borderlands. Borderlands has got to have some some crazy guns on that. Like yeah, but that's like all of them. Yeah. yeah, every gun is crazy. <laughs> Oh, that chat says Golden Gun from Golden. Oh, oh that's very good. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's going to make a big In one. In raw power, that's probably towards the top. Yeah. Well, I really like the Halo 1 pistol because of just how overpowered it was. I mean, I, I think they kind of turned that into the DMR. Um, like, 
just how it worked, you know, just yeah. like the mechanics of the gun. Because it was really, that was the gun I always got to just headshot people. So chat is saying the gravity gun in range, Rage 2, uh, where you shoot where you want and then shoot where you want it to go. It's a ton of fun. That is a fun one. Dude, Rage oh. 2 has got some good guns. And they're also talking about the uh, the rearranger the, gun in, in Outer, Outer Worlds, World, which messes up the yeah. human. Yeah, that, that one was there. The Needler was really good. Oh. I really like that. I, this can be, I don't know if this is considered an actual weapon. But the portal gun from Portal. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a gun. I love. I mean, the it whole is game gun. is based on that weapon. <laughs> yeah. Or and device. It, op it opens portals. Uh, yeah. Several Ooh, different yeah, portals. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, uh, Half Life weapons. Um, I, I see people in chat talking about Half Life. Uh, the crowbar in Half Life, I really liked. <laughs> it was very. It was like the utility weapon. But no, there's a lot of good weapons. Now that who, I think of it. Who as a, as a genre, as a series. Is there a singular IP that kind of overall their weapons are just superior? I mean, that's, is yeah, that Borderlands? Destiny. I would Borderlands? Say, no, I would say. Well, Destiny's their guns are very good, but Borderlands just I don't know. They they touch you. They you know. They, 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 they make you feel good. There literally is a gun that touches you. You really, you really. Once you get a gun in Borderlands, you hold on to it forever, even though because you rank up and then it loses yeah. its utility. Its yeah, it loses its value. But you just keep on to it because it's just such a good weapon. Like the ones that lob grenades when you reload and, and do all those different things. I I still, in Borderlands, it's like the only game I do this. I keep my favorite weapons in the vault. You know how you have yeah, a vault? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even though I'll never use them again. Yeah, just because I liked them so much. And they're so unique, I think, is the way they act are so unique. And sometimes that's good. Sometimes it's not so good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, the ones that I don't like, I just... Okay, so. let's go through. Personal, let's end this discussion on personal favorite gun of all time. Let's start with George the Man. Is it the uh, is it the DMR from Halo? What's your personal favorite I, gun? I don't know. I mean, it's, all, that's it's a, a hard, hard one. Like, I think the DMR and the Battle Rifle are interchangeable. I like both those guns. I'm a right big fan Halo, of... Especially if you like Battle Rifle from Halo 3. Okay. Uh, DMR from like Halo Reach, right? Yeah. But uh, then you got the new the new Doom games. Their shotgun, the Doom shotgun, the new yeah. Doom shotgun. Oh, yeah, I mean, they put they basically just put a knife on the end of it. Dude, that well, shotgun. We haven't even talked about the Gears guns, where you can just oh slice yeah, the Lancer, the, yeah, the Lancer, the Lancer's got to be one the of Nasher. the coolest guns. The, the Nasher is like no, that's a shotgun. No, that yeah. So I don't know how you pick. answer that. How do I don't know think, how we? I don't get think you can. I don't think. I think that's oh. I mean, because those are iconic of all these games. You know what I mean? Like when you're. If I was a, if I was a developer, yeah, I'd, I'd be like, "Hey, Steve, I want the most badass gun ever. Get on it. Get on yeah. it now." I think that's like every game. They always yeah. have a Steve yeah. that does that. Yeah, you know that they want an iconic gun, and so they put a lot of time and effort. Uh, into Chad it, has right? do, does have an excellent point. The Stranger's Rifle from Destiny. <laughs> I think the that's gun that, a, that does nothing. Yeah, that's a that's an iconic. That became an iconic gun in the wrong way. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, because we all know about up. it. We, it's built up. The strangers like, oh yeah, and here this will help you on your journey. And you're like, I got and it. It's three levels underpowered. <laughs> when you get it, it's three levels underpowered and does nothing. And then she just disappears. So it's kind of like. What did she just give me? You know, like, <laughs> oh, what? Thanks. What? thanks. Uh, yeah, what? She's so cool, and she gave me something so weak. Yeah. Thanks for that. Well, there you go. It's, I don't there's, know. There, there's, you, we don't, you don't really think about it, right, in terms of, like, this broad, oh, man, look at all these cool guns. But when you now, when you say it and you're like, okay, what's the best gun out there? It's you. I don't know if you can pick. Of all the games, just in this generation, even, there's mm -hmm. so many mm -hmm. 
games have that part of gaming really dialed in. Yeah. I mean, even melee weapons in these games are good. Like the hammer in uh, Halo, like Halo the 3. Hammer, yeah, the griff ball. Griff ball, yeah, that's... It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> when you slam it down and people just go boom and fly all over the map because of the power of the gravity a, hammer. I think there was a golf mod with that hammer as well. Anyways, oh, the spread. Yes, bro. Yes, chat just said it. The spread gun from Contra. Oh, yeah. That would you, if you accidentally, if the, you had was that. Was it the three or the five? It was a, It was just spread across the yeah, screen yeah. and the, like the red balls. You have that and you're like, yes. And then you accidentally get the laser and you're like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That was so good. The spread. Yeah, the spread gun. Everybody wanted that S to drop from those power ups because <laughs> you wanted the spread. Oh, that is such a good, good call chat. That's a good one. Great discussion, guys. Uh, that brings us to the next segment of our show. Jordan, tell us what is happening in the world that is Xbox One this week. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Well, that's oh, good. Can we start, let's, actually? I forgot. Yeah, let's start. Can we start with Grounded released? Can we start with that? I was yeah. going to start with what I thought would be bigger news. <laughs> oh, okay. Go ahead. Start with start with. I, no, can I choose two? <laughs> yeah. Well, because I forgot. We, oh, I yeah, wanted yeah, to discuss yeah, Grounded. grounded, grounded. We, okay. we can start with Grounded. Okay, well, let's let's do this. Let me read a, a question from Z. <laughs> okay, okay. Grounded we'll came out every grounded, right. Right. Hey, everybody. Grounded yeah. came out this game, week. And on preview. bigger news. <laughs> yeah, game preview. Uh, uh, Z. Capitan writes in and says, Obsidian released their new game on Game Pass and on Steam. It is a bestseller right now. Uh, is it the game or is it that's uh, that it's Obsidian? And if the latter, is it good or bad for the future of Xbox first party games? Uh, that's a great question. I let's so let's let's to answer this question. Let's mm-hmm. review Grounded. We all got a chance mm-hmm. to play it. I freaking love that game. I was surprised at how quickly it sucked me in, and I think it's because it's unique. It has it does have that outer worlds feel, that outer worlds zaniness and and attention to detail, but. I'm a I'm a little midget yeah. running through the grass. Yeah. And holy crap. I believe actually in this case you are a little person. I'm a little person. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you are, I literally have a little person. person. I think that's the correct I'm, I'm pretty sure in this context that that's actually what you're supposed to say. I'm running through the I'm running <laughs> through the grass. Now this person. this is an early this is an early access game. This is an Xbox game preview. So you only it only has like the first part of the story, but you can build the building yeah. mechanics in this game, I'm super impressed with. One of the things that I really like that I, w- I hope other building games do that they do correctly is you can blueprint it out. So you can build this whole structure with blueprints to see and make sure you get stuff right before you actually use materials to put them down. I l- and, and, and it can stay there permanently as a blueprint while you're working on it. Um, I think that's super cool. I It has the feeling of Outer Worlds, mm-hmm. the, ca- the character of Outer Worlds, but you're in this crazy new backyard world of grass and bugs and ants and and getting one-shotted by freaking roaches that just destroy you. And I I was I was very surprised, pleasantly surprised at how good that game was and how quickly it sucked it in. At least for me, yeah. Um, I do think this is a unique experience, so it might not be for everybody. But I didn't expect to like this game. I didn't even get interested in this game until the Game Pass showcase and the gameplay looked really cool and interesting. And I really like it. I like the even just the story that is set up. There are these, there are these bunkers throughout the the, the yard that you're unlocking, and there's mm-hmm. a story uh, with there's like robots basically in labs that are created within in the story, and and it just gives you a sample of the story in this preview mode, and then it opens up the sandbox mode for you after that. But I'm very excited for the future of this game. 
Is it Obsidian or is it the game? I think it's a little bit of both. I think people are excited because they know Obsidian as a quality developer, but then the game has to deliver. And if it doesn't deliver, I don't think it becomes the best. It's the best selling game on Steam right now. Actually, ready for this? I'm ready. Four of the top six games on Steam right now, best selling games this week, all Microsoft games. Well, wow. You've got Halo Master Chief Collection. You've got uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator. You've got Grounded. And I forget the third one. <laughs> and then oh, the other the one that one. we all know about. Yeah, yeah, the, the other one that, other that one I just one forget off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. That's my first impressions of Grounded. Jordan, how about how about yourself? What what do you think? So I like the game, but I, I feel <laughs> it's just this is the only early access game that has made me feel weird. About, <laughs> like I like no like not like so like pedophile weird what no, kind of like, weird not dildo here? gun weird like, dildo i gun feel weird. we just got done talking about dildo guns that didn't make you feel weird well no but like this makes you feel weird well no like i i the dildo gun made him smile i was i was telling <laughs> yeah i was i was i mark and i was actually just talking about this i i feel satisfied yet taken advantage of at the same time <laughs> okay okay I you know it. like I, I've been, I think we've all been there <laughs> yeah, so, no it's because it like i i think i think the base game is is really good i think the the mechanics are cool i love the blueprint system how you can build up your base and then have all your friends come in and and you know bring you material and stuff like that so you can like basically put the blueprint of what you want your base to look yeah. like and then bring the materials in later and slowly build it up i like that it's it's difficult like if you come across a spider and you're under leveled or even the the army ants uh i mean they attack you i i like the survival aspect i like that it's a uh like leaning towards the survival aspect i like that it's a little bit more simplistic than like an arc as in it's just water and food you know water food and health right <laughs> Okay, keep going. So don't read chat. It'll when, make you laugh. Yeah, like when you, uh, like you know, like water, like water, food, and then health and stamina, right? Like it's a very simple system, yeah. right? I like that. I like the simplicity behind it, but I also like the how in depth you can go with the yeah. uh, building. Um, I think the story stuff is going to be cool, and it was interesting going from story to story, even though it was only, I mean, it's, like forty-five minutes when you when you eventually because I did go that, through and beat like, it. Yeah, yeah. Given yeah. this but, is, it's just like they they did say like when you beat it there will be more to come right yeah and, and this is where i get into that that awkward phase of like i was satisfied but also feel taken advantage of in the respect that i went to a multiplayer game and, and everybody's you know you can complain about this if you want but i feel like if you're gonna have a even if it's early access if you're gonna have a multiplayer aspect this would should not be your number one bullet point of coming soon so you go into multiplayer you create the match and it says coming soon invite friends uh, what? Yeah, it's not. What? what? I, like, have, just, I haven't been able to jump into it. Well, and you 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 can. You just have to do it through the Xbox, Xbox not Live the game, yeah. right? Like, and and it's difficult, right? You know, and that I wasn't. I mean, there was a few multiplayer issues we had, but I'm not complaining about that because the early access, right? I understand that, but it just it feels to me, and I'm not complaining about this game because I really like it. I think this has a potential. What to be you're a complaining really, about is the preview aspect of this. Well, game? Yeah, the, like, like why, uh, be in why 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 did you not wait another month or two and then release this? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like why are we why are why do we have to go to preview for yeah, this? Yeah, I wonder what. Or even wait another month or two and then go to preview, where you can invite your friends. Yeah, but it was just <laughs> it was it, it just there was there was certain features that were really good that I really enjoyed, like the the simplicity of the survival, water, food, stamina, health. I love the blueprint system. I love the, actually the discovery system where you take it and scan it. Yeah. And then when you build a piece of armor or build a new equipment, you can take that and scan, scan that, it. and it'll yeah. show you upgrades and different. I love Very that cool. aspect. I like how big the world is. I like how certain zones you need a gas mask to go into. It's I like the set. I ever there's a lot that I like about it. And people are probably just going to say, well, it's early access. It's to be expected. But, I mean, 
I don't think it's to be expected from this type of developer because why is a multiplayer, like why invite your friends? Why is that coming soon? You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. why is that coming soon? I guess you can argue the story, but why isn't there more? The thing that, that gets me about the story and you know what? You can't argue the story. I okay. think there should have been more story in there because leading up to this game, they talked about how they want to change the way survival games tell stories. I'll be honest. It's 20 minutes longer than it's about but a 20 minute story. One, yeah. It's about a 20 minute story. If you just go straight through it, and to be honest, it's 20 minutes longer than any other survival story <laughs> yeah, that there that is, is right? But Well, it, it had the story aspect of it, too. Had that outer world No, it, it, it did. Like and it, it, was, was like it was mysterious. Different it was, it was and, fun, and right? intriguing. And that's the part that I think helped suck me in. Suck me in. And exactly. Then when you, and then when you get to the end, I see, I didn't have a problem with it because I, I think I went in with low expectations. I was like, okay, this game looked pretty good. Right, game pass. I'm not into this, really. This was probably going to be pretty gimmicky, right? Uh -huh, that's kind uh -huh. of how I, I approached it. But it's not at all. And mm -hmm. I think that's that's where maybe I don't have a problem with the chat said it feels more like a demo than other game previews have felt. Yeah, um, I think that's inaccurate. No, I, d inaccurate. I do, too. And and the reason the story not necessarily upsets me, but just makes me ask why is because you, you talked about in your bullet points or in your, your hype up, you mentioned like we're going to change the way survival tells story. And then it's only a 20 minute thing. You know what I mean? Sure. I just I understand it's a smaller development team. I think what it's like 15 people or something sure. like that. But I, I don't know. I, I just feel there's a lot of stuff that I like, like the I like the uh, the combat. This I like all the survival and building aspects. I think that part is solid and that's ready to go. You know what I mean? And the discovery of stuff, uh, the exploration, the story stuff. I just I think what I'm upset with and where I think I feel like they took advantage of me is your feature set. Yeah. Um, the fact that. You know, there's not an invite your friend thing. The the lack of story, I guess, only 20 minutes if you just go straight through it. I mean, and the game is more about surviving and building, and I get that, but it's just you kind of hyped up these features and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, I it's mean, just it is it, preview mode, though. No, no, and, and that's what people are gonna say, and I get that, but I feel like why didn't you just wait another couple months and then put it into preview? Like it's yeah. it's all it's it's like it's so yeah, it's just wait, it's just, it's, it's 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 so an interesting. So is your complaint that you wanted more of it? That it, or that it's incomplete. That there just wasn't enough there for you to sink your teeth into. What I mean, he just wanted an X to invite friends. Well, yeah, I wanted. <laughs> I think that's, well, that was, you know the blue button well, on the controller. That was. I'm the pretty sure that yeah, no, no, he, he just wanted no, no. to be able to yeah, press that like, and invite no. friends. That was the final straw, right? <laughs> I just, I just pretty feel sure that's what it comes down. To. I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm getting tired of early access games, right? Okay. It might okay. just be that's that, fair. right? Yeah, I think that's fair. But it's just, why didn't they wait until it was more completed. You know what yeah, I mean? I mean and, then go, and then go into early access to test out your multiplayer, your service, your, your so, stuff like that. You know what I mean? Why yeah. not complete it? I feel like they put it out early because we needed a game for this time slot. You know what I mean? We needed that hype. That, I mean, that, that We needed to fill the slot. You know. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's a bad game. I enjoy it. I've played it quite a bit this week in yeah. single player mode and in multiplayer mode, which I do. I did I did give feedback. I One of my quality of life changes that I would like is being able to name your save files yeah. because it's actually incredibly complicated. It's true. <laughs> it's I like, okay, you. I think that was our mm -hmm. multiplayer save, right? Let's go to the single player save, yeah. right? You know what I mean? So um, other things I'd like to see if they get to that point would be like a full a bigger a bigger server with more players right but anyway that those are just my thoughts on it right i like the game i just feel like they just should have wait i just it felt incomplete to me and i get that it's early access and maybe i'm just tired of early access games but i just i wanted a more complete experience okay. that being said yeah, i think fair. the game is really fun that's fair uh spicy 
Jordan, doesn't the uh, the fact that you can go anti-arachnophobia mode out, uh, outweigh the fact that uh, you don't have a blue button? Yeah, to... well, the thing is, they put they took the time to put that feature in. Dude, how about those spiders, though? Because I was like, well, well, why would you, you need to do that? But have, have you? Have you gone have in? You, the spiders you, are scary. Yeah, but have you, I, have you gone into arachnophobia mode? No. It's no, basically it? a snowball. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Is it? yeah, yeah. It's, it's like awesome. It's, it's hilarious. You just, they're just big snowballs <laughs> running around and <laughs> no, destroying I, I actually think it looks scarier as a snowball with eyes than it does. No, no um, but I real I actually really like this game. I think this game is arc without the geopolitics that come with <laughs> with, with the, the perpetual t- online server. <laughs> with the, yeah, with the perpetual online server that that arc you know the is geopolitics. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, because it's like all like terrain based and. There's so many, there's so many adult things that happen in the Ark server that you're just like, oh my gosh, this is more. I wouldn't say this is like Ark for kids. I would say this is Ark for people with kids. Oh, okay. Okay, so yeah. it's still very fun. I really enjoy this game. I played it like Jordan. I played it all week too, and I played with Jordan. Um, once we figured out that you could just join through Xbox Live yeah. versus inviting friends. Um, but I, I really. It's an interesting game because it's obviously preview. There, it's there's gl- like building. I, I I do like the fact that you can blueprint it, blueprint yeah. it out. But there are some there's some quirks with the building that is really frustrating. For example, let's say I'm over by the oak tree mm-hmm. and I die mm-hmm. by s- means that aren't my fault. You know, like just randomly five spiders appear all around me. I get warped back to my base, you know, where you where you have your sleeping bag or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then I'm surrounded by cockroaches and everything else. And then I just keep dying over and over and over in my base, (laughs) which the base it's a base. I should be safe in my base, but I'm not because they they appear in my base somehow, right? So you are probably you gotta, you on gotta upgrade. You gotta upgrade to that weed, <laughs> yeah, the I weed know. walls, you know. Or um, it, I mean that's the spiders, man. They're they're they, mean, dude, and they're creepy. They were legitimately creepy. Yeah. And it was like, oh my goodness. And there's, I mean, it's a difficult game, but it's it's fun. I think it's great. I think that uh, I w- I was a little disappointed when <laughs> when 20 minutes in, I made it to the robot, and he's like, well. Hope That's you enjoyed the story. The story. Thank you for We're the preview. Go- and they're saying there's going to be more stories. So, yeah. but you know, with that, with that attached, that it is a preview game. So it's it's a whatever for that stuff. I think the game screams potential. It really does. I yeah. think that's the thing. There's so much potential that it, that when you get to that point, you're like, oh, I want more because it does have that outer world's single story feel to it. You can see that this is definitely Obsidian. There's character there. Uh, Z Capitan. One of his questions. Is it good or bad for the future of Xbox first party games? I would like to answer that. For I, what? What uh, like on what context? For grounded. Just uh is is grounded. It's a bestseller right now. It's, oh. it's the number one selling game right now on Steam actually. Mm-hmm. Um with mi- it's another game. It's another game that has mixed reviews. It mm-hmm. doesn't say like you know on Steam how it says uh, mostly positive, mostly negative. Yeah. This is a game that's all over the map with the reviews, but yeah. it is the most popular yeah. right now, right? Yeah. So uh, and, and I bet you those reviews, if you were to go read them, and I haven't, so take this with a grain of salt, but I would be willing to bet it's similar complaints to Jordan. I bet you it was people that maybe got the game not realizing it was Game Pass, mm-hmm. or not Game Pass, sorry, Preview, uh, mm-hmm. that it's an early access game, although on Steam it does say early. I mean, yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty right in your face. Pretty right in your face. 
Is it good or bad for the future of Xbox? I think uh, I did a we did a video on our channel on the X One Bros channel this week, and I talked a little bit about this. That I think it bodes well for the future of Xbox. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people are complaining that Xbox doesn't have X, Y, or Z game, and I think those games are coming. I think the single player, first person, hardcore PlayStation Five triple a game those are coming we haven't seen we haven't seen anything from the initiative and the initiative is the big boy right like we haven't seen anything from half of their developers i think i know what they're making i think there's i think i know exactly i what think those games are coming but i don't think microsoft right now is going to live or die by those games yet right like i think grounded and i think grounded proves that i think games games the name of the game is the game and the game has to be fun and what stood out to me with Grounded is it's just fun. Like yeah, that, no, I, I, I agree. I it's agree. just fun. And it's a game where, like you said, Spicy and, and Jordan as well, the it screams potential. If you have this kind of game on a Game Pass, it just complements the rest of your library mm -hmm, so well. Mm -hmm. I think it bodes well for Game Pass. Agree? Disagree? Yo, yeah, sure. No, I, I agree with you. I, th I think, that, I mean, we, we all played it all week long. I think the game is really fun and it has a lot of potential. I love the building and survival part of it, like I said. I think just the only thing I wish, and it might be because it's Obsidian, so maybe I was expecting a little bit more, or like I said, maybe I'm just tired of game preview and, and early access stuff yeah. because I feel like nine out of the ten games I'm playing right now are in early access, you know? Yeah. But, um... I just, I just feel like I, I just wish it was just more completed. I wish there was a little bit more story. I wish, I wish the feature set was a little bit more. Uh, I mean, using there's more features I want, but using the the invite friends as an example, or even just being able to name your saves or have separate saves for multiplayer and single player instead of putting them all in one. You know what I mean? So I, I, I just, I feel, I just wish it was a little bit more completed. But that being said, I think it's a good Game Pass edition, and I think it's a really fun survival game. Yeah, there you go. There you go. No, any, yeah, any I think there's thoughts, spicy. No, I think we're just gonna, as a preview game, over time, we're just gonna get quality of life changes constantly, all the time. And I do trust Obsidian more than I trust some of the other early access developers. Oh, yeah, you know, absolutely, because uh, I feel like they have proven themselves with their pedigree, right? But other than that, yeah, I think it's, I think it's a fun game. I've been playing it all week. I kind of with these with these survival games, I kind of just throw on music or throw on an audio book or whatever, and I just, I just go grind. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's a good game. I just just wish that I was safe at some place <laughs> in this world. And there's not there's no hiding yeah. from those spiders. There's when no you're that small, there is probably in reality nothing's no it's, place safe. For it's you, so. you appear from just dying and they destroy you and all your walls <laughs> fly up and all your chest just get destroyed and all the stuff that you've been putting in there all over the floor. And then you just keep dying over and over. Like it's. I would like to see. I think this would be a lot of fun because if you actually look at the map, the map's already fairly decently sized, right? I would in the future like to see, and this may or may not ever happen, and, and if it does, I think it's a long way off, but I would like to see a, I guess you'd call it a PvP type server, but a server where there's other players that you have to worry about. You, you want know what Ark. I mean? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. Ark in the backyard, right? But like, But I think that would be cool, and you don't have to have it, you know, you can have private worlds, but I think having that maybe... I don't know, you don't have to make it huge. Maybe make it, you know, eight players. I don't know, something yeah. like that. But having having other players to yeah. worry about, that I think that'd be kind of fun in this yeah, game. Absolutely. Uh, well, there you go. Let's bring it to the next news story. Thank you very much, Z Capitan, for writing that in. Next news story, Jordan, I believe it's a Halo news yeah, story. Yeah, did you guys you hear got. what happened? Oh, yeah. So, did we? Halo came out, uh, Halo Infinite, uh, the developer, Halo, right? Uh, Bungie, or not Bungie, three, four, sorry, 343. Three. It used to be Bungie. Yep. 343. Three. Anyway, they came out with a tweet talking about Halo Infinite multiplayer and you know what? I'm just going to read the tweet. 
Go so you it. can hear it. Uh, so it. you can hear it raw. It says, "Halo is for everyone." We c- we can confirm that Halo Infinite multiplayer will be free to play and will support 120 frames on Xbox Series X. More details will be shared. Wow! Later. Yeah, very wow. exciting. Um, I'm I'm not surprised by this announcement because I feel like a lot of games are starting to do this. Uh, I think Call of Duty. Kind of led the way. Great example. Uh, having Warzone be be a free addition to their game, I think it's a good move. I it makes me wonder though, what are they gonna do to to make up that money? You know uh, what I mean? Well, I mean, are they, they still charging sixty dollars for the full game? You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, or and here's what? the thing: it it fits it it kind of fits really well if you think about it. Um, Halo Infinite. They had also announced. They talked about it this week as well. That it's the ten-year project for them, mm. right? So in the same way that Destiny was this ten-year project, right? And it didn't quite work out, out because not of be. Activision, but Destiny Two definitely looks to be on that path. Yeah, yeah of yeah. this this ten-year perpetual project. I think having having their multiplayer mode be free, free. to play uh, ensures that while that that you're doing this this two thing, right? Like. You're you're constantly expanding Halo Infinite campaign mode, the world, DLC, whatever, whatever is whatever infinite means mm-hmm. uh, for the campaign series. But alongside of that, in between, you can maintain a player base. Yeah. Uh, because it's free to play, it will ensure that between PC and the Xbox, you yeah. will always have a solid player base. Yeah. It won't die off. Yeah. Um, and then as Halo Infinite continues to be infinite, uh, players will be coming and going yeah, no, and experiencing yeah. the campaign no. from there. So essentially you'll be buying single player expansions, stuff like that. Yeah. Which will all be playable, or you'll have the you know, game pass. Which I assume will all be playable co-op and all that yeah. stuff, right? Or but, you'll have the game pass. Yeah. Um, or you'll have the game pass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, well, what uh, what I thought about is, what are they gonna do? I mean, I'm I don't know for sure because I haven't said anything. I'm assuming there's gonna be microtransactions like there is in in most games nowadays, right? I wonder how they're gonna do that with the free to play multiplayer. Uh, how they did it in Halo Five, I think, was a happy balance. I think it was cosmetics were the only things that you were able to bring into the arena, which was your skill-based matchmaking, which mm-hmm. everything was essentially on an even playing field. So you you got cosmetics from, like, what do they call them, rec packs and stuff in Halo 5? Uh, so you can get a cool helmet and put it on, stuff like that. And then, like, your different power-level guns and warthogs and all that stuff was for the, the Warzone mode, right? So I wonder if they're going to do something similar or if it's going to be, you know what I mean? I, I just wonder how they're going to... They're gonna do it, or they're gonna work it out. And I mean, they did say multiplayer will be free to play, but is it all multiplayer, or is it kind of like a Call of Duty thing where just their big Warzone mode is multiplayer? No, I you know think I mean? all. I th- yeah. I, in my no, mind, I think so too. But yeah, in my know. mind, when I heard that, I I I instinctually thought all multiplayer. Yeah. I don't which, see them separating it. Which will be really big because if they do uh, Halo multiplayer similar and improve, because I think Halo 5 is the best modern Halo multiplayer. I think it's far superior than Halo 4 multiplayer uh, because of the competitiveness in the arena and breakout mode and stuff like that. So I wonder how they're going to improve on that. Um, and if that mode alone, that competitive multiplayer alone mode free to play, having everybody having access to it, I mean, I think it's going to, I think it can be really big. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. I think Halo has kind of been knocked around by different people because of the graphic thing, and they have addressed the graphics and said, yes, we, you know, we're, we're working on that. That's, that's, that's there. But I think, I think we're at this, just like we talked about earlier in the show where the X, the, that first year of the Xbox One and the PlayStation 3 games were, were, were hammered a little bit. There was, we were PlayStation at this, 4. PlayStation 4, yeah, sorry, and Xbox One. We were at this influx point, right, in gaming, and we had these new experiences. 
I think that's where we're at for Xbox uh, in that um, and chat just said it uh, Ronan just said it it's it's it is Game Pass yeah Game Pass is the most powerful console on the planet that is Xbox strategy it's it's clear strategy that's why we're seeing this Halo Infinite come about I think Halo Infinite having continuous uh, support for the next 10 years in development right so this 10 year project in the same way that the Destiny runs and it being on Game Pass gets people into your Game Pass yeah. and stays in Game Pass. And then you complement that with a free to play. I think all these decisions all go into Game Pass. Yeah. Um, and I think that there's this issue of, of people say, well, they don't have any Xbox exclusives. Oh, you're not going to sell consoles. They don't care for the last time. <laughs> uh, do you know how many times we, we get in comments that so many times or in Twitter, you just see it all the time. It's like, guys, they care about scalability. You cannot scale up consoles. The whole world just can't have a console. The, the technology isn't there. The funds aren't there. But what you can do is scale up this Netflix-style Game Pass situation where you can stream from Microsoft servers to, to any device that you have. And and every decision, including this Halo Infinite decision, I think comes from Game Pass. Come, yeah. Comes with that Game Pass direction. So, Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, it was a, it was really cool. I mean, I'm for it. I think. I, I mean, look at look at what Call of Duty did. Right. It, it's obviously successful when done correctly. Right. Correctly. Well, I mean, um, I was just I was just curious. I was thinking like, oh, I wonder how because we haven't heard anything about multiplayer yet. That yeah. that's uh, obviously details will be shared later, as they said. Right. I'm sure they'll have a whole thing on it. Um, but no, I'm just interested to see like what they're gonna do with uh, the quote unquote rec packs, like from Halo Five, if they're coming back. I assume they're gonna have some type of microtransaction in the multiplayer to keep the game going right yeah. i mean that's just kind of that's a given with yeah with, it's, with just, it's just it's just how it works so. i mean whether they have their own version of a i mean even halo master chief collection has its own version of a battle pass now it's, you don't have to pay for it it's all free with, right but having said that with uh, halo being a first party title and be the the concern is game pass do you think with a free-to-play multiplayer that they are even concerned about making money that way that they're making their money on the back end with game pass or do you think that they will have my I, I don't know it'd be interesting to hear those conversations yeah, I mean because like I mean what would you rather I mean yeah would you rather have a game I yeah it's, it's interesting because can know. you imagine if they it is free to play and since it's a first party studio they're not concerned with microtransactions or making money on the but back end maybe maybe not I mean like I mean I think the biggest thing is if you're free to play people are in your game right yeah, no, that's I think true. Even if even if you have someone uh, who's never paid a dollar but plays your game every day, right? He's still in your game, not in someone else's game, right? I yeah. mean, so I mean, either way, it it works, right? But I'm I'm just really curious. I'm just very curious about their multiplayer this time around. You know what I mean? Because I've I I really enjoyed Halo Five multiplayer. I think it's the best modern Halo Five multiplayer. Because uh, I I didn't like Halo Four was just Call of Duty. They were trying to complete with Call yep. of Duty, and that was their mistake, right? Um. Well, especially with this Warzone 2.0. Yeah, I'm, what I'm really curious about curious Warzone about. 2.0 because I wasn't a huge. I don't think the first yeah. one was bad. It's just not my cup of tea. Especially with the Halo, even though I was excited for it. After especially with the Master Chief Pathfinder. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. They might have to nerf it depending on what map you <laughs> use, you know. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I'm just really excited to find out more about multiplayer, uh, and I'm curious to see what they do. But you bring up a good point: is are they even focused on microtransactions? Yeah, right? I don't know. I, I think you you cause a massive shakeup if you have this multiplayer and you're funded because of Game Pass and you don't you don't rely on microtransactions or even offer them at all. Everything if, is earnable in multiplayer. That that would be this crazy game model. I don't know, though. It, that, if they just, do microtransactions, I, I would have one suggestion for them. And this okay. is just me. So microtransactions in, in Halo 5 were the rec packs. 
you, you can get armor that you can then bring into the arena. The problem with the armor in the arena is you're defaulted to red versus blue, right? That's their thing. There's the red team and the blue team. Yeah, Always, okay. right? Uh -huh. So even though you changed your armor, with it being in first person, you're not really seeing it. And all the other team is seeing there's a blue guy. Sure, yeah. Let's shoot him, you know what I mean? So what I would ask, if they do do cosmetics like that, because I assume there's going to be red versus blue. There always is, right? Yeah. If they're going to do cosmetics for microtransactions in Halo Infinite, right, and you, it is going to be you know cosmetic stuff like, like everybody else is doing... I think they should do it more like Halo 3 where you had like the samurai so you, stuff that's more that, noticeable. You know what I mean? Because I feel yeah. like I make my character look super cool and I do all my color palette and everything because you can do that in Halo 5. And then when you go into team games like Breakout or whatever, it's, it's just, just kind of washed out because it's red versus yeah. blue, right? So, I agree with that. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I would love to... I just I just would really love my samurai armor back from Halo 3 because <laughs> I, I thought that... Everybody... A lot, I think it was... You know, some people liked it, some people didn't, but I thought it was cool. Who doesn't want to be a samurai? Yeah. Master Chief. Uh, yeah. Why not? Just, uh, anyway, that's just my. Uh, but who knows? Maybe they won't even worry about that, and they'll just have regular old multiplayer. Yeah. I, I don't know. Next news story. Oh, yeah. Can I add one thing though? Yeah, go I, ahead. I'd like to add one thing. Um, <clears throat> as far as like cosmetics and stuff like uh -huh. that, what works, what doesn't. Jordan brought up a good point. Um, one of the reasons I had a hard time uh, with Apex purchasing things, and I think it's a limitation just with first-person shooters versus third-person shooters, is mm -hmm. the fact that you can't see what you buy, Yeah. right? So if I were Halo or the Halo developers and I wanted to have a first-person shooter where you could see stuff, obviously Halo was great where you can like rip off the guns and still see third-person stuff, you know, yeah. occasionally or in the vehicles. But if you could get different skins for your HUD... I oh, think that would be that's a cool. cool idea. I think that's how you can see what you buy. Well, that's interesting that you say that about Pat, uh, about Apex as well. Apex is kind of, you can see them slowly adjusting. So, for instance, one thing that a lot of people are running around with because they're freaking cool is the Pathfinder boxing gloves, right? And that's yeah. something that's always yeah. in front of you that you can see. Um, but, yeah, a HUD. That's so a really cool idea. It's something you can see and it can... You could get some pretty cool ones yeah. just to change your, and you could even say it in the lore. You can say you have like a different Cortana or, or something yeah. that's changing you. Oh well, they've, they've actually. I actually thought they did a good job. They've they don't the lore's already in place for them to do whatever they want with multiplayer. Sure, they, they addressed it in five. It was actually genius. Sure, sure, but I I think that's a limitation that Apex discovered. Um, and it's just an inherent flaw with first-person shooters. But if I were to be able to see the stuff that I'm buying, oh, yeah, like with the HUD and stuff like yeah. that. Obviously, the guns. I mean, in Apex, I spent 20 bucks on the 301 Carbine, which is like one of my <laughs> favorite skins of every, any gun any, any, anywhere, right? So it's... I think it's all about what you can see. Yeah. Um, no, you're like right. Fortnite. You're right. Fortnite. It's third person. That's why people are spend so Dancing much money on that, on right? Yeah. So. No, but you're right. Weapons is something else. Like, you yeah, can it's something see. else you can do, right? Because I, my favorite weapon to this day, like you said, the R three hundred one Christmas skin. Yeah. Spent a lot of money to try and get that thing. Or you could do <laughs> things like when you when you hop on like your tank or something, you can. Slap a sticker on as you get in. <laughs> Do and, a little jig, maybe. Yeah, maybe <laughs> slap a sticker. Just something that you can see, or when you enter it, you know. I don't know, but that's I think really important to get people to spend uh, money on your no, game. No, I think you're right. Anyways. So it'll be. I, I think I should be a do. good. I'd be a good idea guy. I feel like I would too. I just throw them out. Yeah. There. <laughs> Play a game of darts and just put yeah, different things on. Them. Let's try that one. Uh, yeah. So. Anyways, uh, yeah, that's my feedback on that. Uh, moving on, PUBG Season 8 is now available. Huge map changes, and they've added a loot truck. Ooh. It's a truck, truck full of loot. <laughs> and 
that's I mean it's basically what it sounds like. I think that's the that is biggest hilarious. biggest part of this path. Loot. For me anyway, it's calling a loot the, truck. Calling right? the loot truck. Um they did make uh changes to the map. You can see before and after pictures that you can, I'll just let you guys go look up. But season eight is available for PUBG. PUBG's still going strong. Quality game. And now they got a loot truck, which loot is uh truck. which is pretty cool. And then a game we haven't talked about in a while. Paladins. Paladins. Radiant Star Battle Pass starts on July 29th, 2020, which is, I believe, couple days ago so yeah um it's available now new battle pass i i actually i really like paladins i think it's a fun game uh i think we played a while ago we haven't played it since but it's we i mean we were good we we were we were like hopped up on overwatch and we switch over to to that game where every ability is like a is an ultimate (laughs) aoe ultimate yeah Uh, but no game i think this might be another one that may have been overshadowed by overwatch because it's it's in the same vein that they have their differences of course but it's similar in 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 you know they're both similar to each other but i think it's a fun game it's i believe it's free to play uh because i downloaded it and you can just go ahead and download it you can buy the battle passes but anyway i think it's a fun game it's worth a try uh paladins if you like overwatch you'll probably like this game because it's it's similar uh, and you'll do really good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We did really. I think what had happened too is we were so pissed from losing in Overwatch, <laughs> and, then, and then we went over to Paladins and won like seven in a row. You went over hyper focused and angry, <laughs> and we didn't. Well, because yeah, in Overwatch we, we were in the mode where you lean forward, and that means you're ready. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah, you're yeah, try yeah. Yeah. And then after playing that game, we kind of leaned back a little bit because we were winning so much. <laughs> yeah. it, was, it, was, it felt good to finally. Do it that. was uh, it was really fun. But anyway, I think it's a good game. The battle pass is now out, uh, or the new battle pass is out. Uh, David, did you see Red Dead on? Online. Uh, yes, got a new uh, update the naturalist role which by the way from what i read is some people like it some people don't so the big complaint uh, over the last couple weeks in the red dead community was red dead this is the first update in months red dead redemption has not had a, a big well, that's because they're working on the ps5 update. version yeah. of grand theft auto yeah they, they haven't had <laughs> and so a lot of people were basically saying like bazinga <laughs> People were saying, I, "Like I'm leaving, I'm leaving this game. I'm leaving online." And and I left online for Red Dead Redemption. And and you guys know I want Red Dead Redemption online yeah. to be fantastic. And I just think they're in this difficult situation where Grand Theft Auto is just crushing it online, so huge for Rockstar, and they're they just are rolling over there. That one, there's not not as much attention played to, to Red Dead Redemption online, and two. I don't know that the incentive is there, right? And I, mm-hmm. I don't know if they view it as taking away from Grand Theft Auto, or I mean, I don't know, I, I don't know how they view it, or or what their their views on analytics are in there. But Red Dead Redemption Online has just never made it to where I would like it to be, and I stayed on for a while. We all did, mm-hmm. uh, hoping that yeah, we would did get the there. alcohol, yeah, stuff, yeah, and what? just the moonshine. moonshine. Yeah, it was pretty fun. <laughs> And it just it just never got there. But in this update, uh, this yeah, is, adding legendary animals, hunting. I know uh, so, just no. from legendary animals alone. I know a lot of people I saw on Twitter are jumping back in to get the legendary mm-hmm. animals. Legendary animals in that game are super. Well, I, so I know I haven't played it yet, but I would hope and assume they attach cool skins to the legendary animals, stuff like that, right? You know what this? You know what Red Dead Two hope. Online needs? Hmm. It needs the DeLorean. <laughs> it needs. Yeah. Well, they. I. I just so, going through. With, so for instance, with, yeah. You know, with Native Americans running behind yeah. and Marty McFly just driving <laughs> yeah, as fast right, as he like, can. Yeah. Back to the Future 3 mode. Yeah. But but I think that is actually, I, you say that as a joke, but I think there's some truth to what you're saying. And we had talked about this at Christmas time. There was no, they added snow. 
Okay. What they didn't do is give me, let me let me get Santa's sleigh and drive that around. Let me do stuff. Grand Theft Auto Online. They don't care about maintaining the serious t- tone. They do hilarious stuff. Yeah. They let you do that hilarious stuff. Meanwhile, they do have a sense of realism in the world. They just have these game modes that are completely unrealistic and wacky and off the wall. Um, and these vehicles, right? They're completely wacky off the wall. Why, why don't you do that? I, I just don't understand their unwillingness yeah. to, to change well, that. Red Dead Redemption Online, if it was the zaniest, craziest thing on the world, it would not take away from the seriousness of the campaign. Those are two completely different. Does anybody think Red, Grand Theft Auto Online takes away from this the campaign of Grand Theft Auto? It doesn't. No. So I, I just, I'm really confused at their well, hesitancy see, and that's, to do that. And that's the thing. In the campaign, you have this very grounded in reality, Western yeah. cowboy serious game right in multiplayer you're a little bit I mean and you don't have to go as far as Grand Theft Auto you don't have to add hot wheel packs and stuff like that and yeah. the hamster cages right but like you know I, I, I agree with you Christmas time was just oh they added snow you know what I mean where's the there was no Christmas event there was no you know if you want it to be an online persistent world make it an online persistent world follow yeah. your holidays your you know your did do you're, stuff. You're, I mean, you. What you could do. What I think would be really fun and bring a lot of people back is during Halloween, do a little undead nightmare throwback or dude, something like that. You yeah. know what I mean? I, that would be perfect, right? But just well, and then the fact they haven't had an update for months. Yeah. Um, so what is all in the na- the naturalist update here that's coming? We do get, we do get the. So mar- yeah, there's the, there's sorry, the, there's the two new people that you meet. Uh, okay. The guy and the girl. I don't know their names. Are they <laughs> nu- are they nudists? Yeah. They're yeah. naturalists. Yeah, yeah. Naturalist. Uh, no, uh, he's she's kind of like zany. Yeah, yeah. There we go. She. There we go. I, well, I had their names here a minute ago. Anyway, well, it doesn't matter. You're no one's gonna remember their names anyway. Uh, but you can, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You're not. You're, you're, now you're, that's you're, how you tell a news story. Yeah, you know what? Uh, you know what? It just doesn't matter. This happened. All right, whatever. Uh, <laughs> we're just we're just gonna move on. Uh, no, but basically, there's the hunter, right? The, yeah. the hunter guy, and then there's the the other girl who's more about learning about the animals, discovering them, stuff like that, right? But basically, it's the same thing as the uh, the other jobs that you have. We'll call them jobs, right? Uh, like the moonshine and stuff like that, you're becoming either... Uh, you, I don't know if you get to choose sides or not, but you're becoming, you know, a hunter and or a animal yeah. knowledge... Conservationist. Conservation, thank you. Yeah. That's the word I'm looking for. I'm going to call it animal knowledge person. Because I feel a- like... Animal? Animal. Yeah. <laughs> animal knowledge person. So, I like it. Uh, but they do have a little trailer. It looks fun. I like it. But there was... I feel like there was a lot of complaints because... Uh, or I've seen a lot of complaints. Like one complaint I saw was when you do the hunting, it makes the girl mad because you're killing animals. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You and have to like make that. the choice. Are you going to go after the legendary animals or are you going to save them? Yeah. Right? That's yeah, basically right? the choice. Which, I mean, if you get a cool pelt out of it, I'm going to have a hat. I'm going to hunt Hunting them. down legendary animals in that game is so yeah. cool. So fun. Um, the other thing is I think it costs 25 gold. And I, I have said this before, but I feel like Red Dead Online... Nickel and dimes, yeah. Yeah, I really do. It does. Like, it's just... Here, they, they didn't yeah. figure out their pricing structure correctly, and then they and then they charge you for your outlaw pass a lot. Yeah, a lot. A lot. With their in-game currency. And then they charge you for each DLC. It's, it's just there's... Yeah. It's a lot of money then to if be you, spent. if you want to cure yourself of syphilis, they bend you over again. <laughs> hey, hey, I see what you did yeah, there. See? See? <laughs> See what I did yeah. there? It was good. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Red Dead Redemption. No, yeah. Go. So I actually just saw this uh, uh, earlier today, but very cool. It's got a new update. 
the the naturalist update yeah. which and uh, I hope and I hope that they I I hope this game one day gets to the same level of Grand Theft Auto Online. I yeah. will be back full blown for that. All right. After I see what you did there. After <laughs> after 26 oh, we pull years. This up Battletoads? Yeah, after 26 yeah. years we finally have a release date for Battletoads. It is launching on oh, August 20th. Dirty. dirty. They just came out with their launch trailer today. It looks cool. I really dig the new art style they went with. It's kind of that uh Comic booky, you Ooh, know, stylized, yes. right? Like uh, Teen Titan kind of, right? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, really cool. We're watching the trailer live here. I believe in the trailer uh, there is that racing level that uh, everybody talks about so much. Yeah, level e- two. It was shown at E3. <laughs> uh, yeah, but very, uh, very cool. I'm, I'm really excited for this. August twentieth, uh, we get a uh, Battletoads game. Dude, very. It exciting. looks fantastic. And spicy. This is one of your favorite games. Oh, yeah, of all time, right? Yeah, it's well, I, it's a game that uh, made me lose a lot of my hair on my head. <laughs> but it I aged you. I, I I played this a lot as a kid, and I think I only made it to level four. So that tells you, um, I'm sure this game is not going to be as hard as the original. But like, look how smooth everything mm-hmm. looks. It's co- this is the level right there that we that we're talking about um, that is extremely difficult. I'm excited to play this. Everything on this game, it almost looks like it's like a, like a Mario party in some of the levels where it's just, a, it looks like it's just a really good time with your yeah, friends. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of aspects to this that I really like. There's a lot of humor um, that you're going to get battle toads humor which is uh is really fun um (laughs) if you go through and look at the uh, look at the the comments of of the youtube trailer video the complaint the complaint that everyone has is the dark queen is not as hot as (laughs) because as as they thought uh, as she should be well because like in the 90s she was she was like she was like in a black leather swimsuit with muscles and she's like three times your height and everything you know and she's just she's basically like this is like 90s video game she would be the one that steps on your balls kind of thing right like like it's it's uh it's i i get i get the complaint a little bit you know because she's like supposed to be super hot yeah and yet she's now just this little teeny you can see her there she's like this little teeny character right but uh but to me, it's not about that. It's about a good, fun game. Well, it, like you said it best in the trailer, it it looks smooth. It Very looks smooth. extremely fun. It looks like there's a lot of like um, carrot on the stick leveling kind of. They they showed their weird menu in a little bit. Um, the, just the abilities of all the battle toads on there. I really dig this like art this style. This level particularly, this is a cool, the racing level, the 3D. Yeah. Like, look how smooth, well, look how they pop, too. It looks really cool. It's like they took, so the, the characters are like very cartoony, like 2002 to 2008 cartoon style. Sure, yeah, yeah. Kind of like Samurai Jack. Yeah, yeah. They, that, they yeah. put that on top of like gr- a game with graphics. It's like giving me like, um, who framed Roger Rabbit in the 80s vibes? Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's like 
it's a gorgeous game. It's beautiful. The color but palette. Cartoon, that style of cartoon on the top. If if it was, uh, what was that uh, that 1920s art style game platformer? Cuphead. Cuphead. Yeah. That whole game was that art style. Whereas it's like layering different art styles on top of each other that works really well. It really does. It makes it pop. Yeah. And like you said, it's like this 90s, uh, late 90s, early 2000s cartoon, Nickelodeon, Ren and Stimpy, uh, Rocco's Modern Life cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. Distinct art style on top of it looks this like graphical background that's that just looks good. Really tight gameplay. Yeah. Um. It's. I'm super excited when they announced this. I think we were at a three. Um. It was the Keanu Reeves E3, right? Yeah. I think they announced one. Yeah. The, the, and I was. I went nuts because Battletoads. I love Battletoads. Yeah. Uh. So I'm gonna be completely biased with this. Uh. Because it, well, it does look fun. Child, it does, it does look fun. They look do, how fun that looks with friends. Yeah. 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 They do talk about reimagining the classic gameplay formula for a new high definition age. So obviously. Um, you're gonna get, uh, I assume, like, you're like this level, like, this level like, you know, really, at this level too, really stands out. Your your similar levels, right? You're probably gonna have the uh, obviously the overall story will probably be the same, but it also makes me think maybe they'll add a few new things and stuff like that, right? And obviously, in today's day and age, we'll probably get DLCs and stuff like that. Boom! Too, right? But anyway, very exciting, very stuff. cool. Very exciting stuff. August, I'm excited for this game. Yep. I'm definitely gonna be playing August this. Yeah, uh, so. August 20th. You guys want to play with me? I'm there. I'll play with you because yeah. it's three player couch yeah, co-op. I'm done. Uh, we'll Which, stream it. Couch co yeah, that would be awesome. Couch co-ops don't normally happen anymore. So no, yeah, it's true. It's real cool to have that. So, so yeah. very cool. Uh Star Wars Squadrons. Ooh, I can't wait uh, for this yes, game. Yes, this game is only going to be forty dollars. Ooh, dirty. Which is really good. And I think who was it? There was another company that came out this week that said that their games are only gonna be sixty dollars, which basically it really makes two K alien, <laughs> yeah, really, alienates two K. Yeah, it yeah. really does. Well and and, and Xbox yeah. Phil Spencer came out and uh Talk to discuss that price point as well. It's very interesting to me. Um, and I think some of the discussions that we had about that $70 price point, there's actually a question today, so we'll talk about that later. But like you said, it it kind of it kind of keeps them uh-huh. alienated a little yeah, bit. Yeah, the uh their CFO Blake Jorgensen uh, came out and talked about because uh, yeah, talked about why it's gonna be forty dollars, and I think this is important. So this is what he said. Quote we always look at games and we want to make sure we are providing the greatest value for our players. And you know, uh, you know, games all have different scale and most of our games right now have a huge scale, right? Probably talking about, you know, you know all their games. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> that, that makes sense. Very yeah. good. Uh, we designed squadrons to really focus on what we heard from consumers, which is one of their greatest fantasies. And that is to be able to fly an X-wing fighter, a tie fighter, and to be in a dogfight. And so it doesn't have the breadth of some of our games, but still has an incredible, but still is an incredible game. And so that's why we have chosen to price it slightly lower to a lower level. Uh, end quote. Right. Uh, but basically, unlike those other guys, unlike those other guys <laughs> that's over what he there, uh, and, and then he does say to allow as uh, many people to access uh, this new Star Wars fantasy as pop. Right. But uh, anyway, basically, um, I think that's obviously. Good, but I think basically what it is is they're saying like because I think it's it's going to have a campaign, right? We know that, and it's going to have the multiplayer. But um, I don't know, maybe it's just like you said, it's it's not to the scope of some of their other big games, sure. right? Like I, I don't know, Battlefield for example is another EA title, right? Uh, um, Respawn, the one that Respawn just made, which is a really great game. Uh, Fallen Jedi. Order, Apex, yeah, Titanfall, uh, Fallen Order, yeah. oh, Fallen Order. Oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the other, the other one, the other one they make, <laughs> right? So um, I don't I'm know. So a what, developer, if you think about it, basically what, what yeah, <laughs> basically what makes me what this is what 
this makes me think, and there's nothing wrong with this because I don't mind it at all. Because forty dollars is a good price point, but I think the focus is going to be multiplayer. Sure, you know what I mean. I think it's probably going to have a good, decent campaign. But that's I don't what, that's, I don't know I don't know how long it'll be. Maybe five to ten hours, right? Your typical campaign of a of a I don't know. I don't know, maybe shorter. Who knows? But when you're dogfighting, ideally you want to fight against other people. Yeah, yeah. And, that, and, that, well, and maybe that's the thing. Maybe the campaign is a little bit shorter because of that repetitiveness, right? Sure. And the real fun comes when fighting other players because although you can say it gets repetitive, it's always something different because human players are always doing something different. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So anyway, I, I have no problem with this. I think it's going to be a really fun game. I'm excited for it. I When oh. the game was first announced, I made the comment, I don't know how long this game will hold me. Yeah. Uh, because even playing in the uh, uh, Battlefront 2, the, the Starfighter mode, which was really fun, uh, it's not the mode I played the most. You know yeah. what I mean? Compared yeah. to other modes. Anyway, well, I still I, think this will be fun, right? Especially if they have Kylo Ren's ship. Well, that's what I was saying. <laughs> yeah. That is because you never played as Kylo Ren. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, once you play as that guy, you realize what overpowered um, means. Uh, moving on to Marvel Avengers Beta. Ooh. Or, if you're from across the pond, Beta. Beta. Yeah. Marvel <laughs> Avengers Beta. <laughs> I just trying to, I'm just trying to bring here. a little culture yeah, into the we're show. Oh, yeah, really, right. really, really, really. We, like we should do a special edition British uh, version of the X1 Bros one day. We'll have, yeah. our, we'll have Iron Maybe Brew. Maybe like Guy, we, Fox, Guy Fox Day. What we should really do is just... Yeah, uh, what we should really do, David. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, really. What we should do is just go through the world. You know, like one episode is British. Oh yeah, yeah. one go. episode is Japan. Uh, Japan. Japanese. Japanese. Yeah, we'd, we'd have a, yeah, we'd have a lot edition. of good. Oh, that would be great. I feel like we, have, Bros. we have very good Japanese accents. Oh, then I we guess. can do like Russian, Call Russian accent. <laughs> <laughs> we have subtitles at the bottom of the. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, Marvel Avengers beta dates um, beta. for the beta <laughs> for the Xbox. Xbox One players can join the open beta on August twenty first. Boom! There you go. That's uh, very exciting. Very cool. So, what I'm what I'm curious in this game is, does it live up to this game is going to be very hyped because mm-hmm. it's because it's Marvel Avengers, it's superheroes. Everybody wants to play as it. Yeah. But does the gameplay live up? This is this game. I think for a lot of people is a big question mark when it comes to this the one's, gameplay. This one's going to be exciting because is it? I get the vibe. This is just me. I get the vibe that it's a more. It's a and I'm strictly talking about the combat, right? I think the combat is a more serious tighter experience than the Marvel Alliance games. It, you know what I mean? It looked like that from the preview that we saw uh, Spicy. Yeah. The, and it was third person instead of yeah, yeah. that over the top. Yeah. One, I, I know it's I know it's not the same, but I feel like it's 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 they're kind of taking like for example, the reason it feels that way is because of the like the synergy moves, you know what I mean? And of course you're fighting with your your team in in certain missions and stuff like that. But you know how you use the synergy with with the shield and all that stuff, yeah. but it just feels a little bit more serious, if sure. that, you know what I mean? So, anyway, I'm excited for it. There's nothing wrong with superhero well, games. Superheroes have gotten more serious lately. I yeah, you're because right. Because there's a lot more money there now, yeah, I think. Yeah. I think that's it's still going to be a sixty dollars game. I think this one, though. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's that's serious. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, that's, uh, I'm excited uh, for it. I the, am too. The, after watching the gameplay trailer we watched, what was it like three weeks ago, a month ago mm-hmm. or so? Uh, it got me really, really uh, excited because I it, it felt like each character was being. I mean, we got to see Thor and we got to see Iron Man, and Thor was being like he. 
it looked like he was being played differently. He had he had a different feel because he's being pulled by his hammer, whereas Iron Man, he's being pushed by rockets, you know, and it looked like that gameplay yeah. was reflected in that, which means any character you play, even though, like, for example, that's just an example of two characters flying, they'll feel different, mm. right? And I think... Uh, I think the little yeah. details like that get me get me get me going. Yeah, you you really talked about the the Thor camera work when they yeah, oh, yeah, that, yeah. and you really appreciated that. And I think that, that and that's where like if it holds up to what it looks like and the gameplay sure. feels good, I think this game could be something really big, special. Yeah. Something well, I'm special. I'm excited. Really, honestly, I'm excited for the story because I feel like comic book stories in like you know the DC universe or Marvel universe I, I'm just gonna say it controversial here I feel like a lot of them in video games are better than their movie counterparts 100% agree like Marvel well, even in Alliance, the comics we played yeah, yeah. I mean let's, let's <laughs> uh, like if you think about it they have no excuse to write bad movies <laughs> they have so <laughs> many storylines and so many story arcs oh yeah for comics yeah. for comics there's yes, so much good material it's there a, it's literally the a screenplay is your storyboard <laughs> yeah. just stick it's, with it's it it's already storyboarded where they get they, into trouble is where look, for instance for instance Batgirl Supergirl my wife watches those and she she recognizes that they're terrible <laughs> like she will say these are terrible but I love superheroes so much. I'm watching it. And I'll sit there and watch them with her. And what it is is where they get into trouble is there's this there's this arc. There's this comic book storyline that's already there that you clearly have the rights to or you wouldn't be making this. Right. And they go their own path. They loosely stick to the comic book loosely. But these these writers take their own path. And it's just like, mm, it's not working, it's guys. Like, Ooh, I'm, I'm, so you should have turned. Yeah, I'm OK. Working, I'm OK with. A retelling of a character in a different way. I mean, that's what comics do every 10 years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, that's okay. But don't make it suck. If, <laughs> if you guys read the, the script and go, damn it, just go back to the go comics. Back to the, go, yeah. go back to the comics. You have plenty of good material there. And then that's not to say that you can't try to do your own thing if it's good. But we, but, yeah. but a lot but of times generally it's, it's not. not. Have someone else read your work. I'll, I'll give you I'll give you a prime example. The Doomsday series in Superman. When Superman dies, I was in third grade, second or third grade when that happened, and I re that comic. The I don't death, know, Spicy. Yeah. You were you? I did too. Yeah, I, I remember that. Uh, that it is. Yeah. That comic, when it released, everybody at school had it, and it was a huge deal. It was a big deal. And then they they came out with like the no, the novel as well, and I yeah. read the novel and everything, and it was it was big. It was big. I actually was like, everyone was like worried about politics, like the teachers, yeah. but us, you know, because there was, uh, it was like an election year when it, it came out. I don't know. And I was like, in, in my childhood going, man, the world is a terrible place. Superman's dead. <laughs> yeah. Like I was, that was shocked me to the core. Funny well, enough. It was so good. So good. But then here's just a prime example. And not that this movie is bad if you like this movie necessarily, but they take the Doomsday storyline and they merge it into Batman, oh, Superman yeah. introduction. And you take away, you could, it could have been its own two or three part movie, just the Doomsday story sure. of Superman. And I don't understand why, why they don't. I mean, they're the experts, not me, but well, I, I just mean, remember the feeling. Experts is loose now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I just remember the feeling and how crucial and yeah. what a big deal that storyline just by itself. Why not just have that as an isolated movie? It yep. would be so badass. Well, 
what's interesting about what you said is the doomsday storyline is 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 it's good it's in my top five it's up there with uh, like death in the family when when joker kills oh, jason yeah. Todd, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, like yeah. It's, it's up there with one of my some of my favorites but i believe okay i believe that that story arc the death of superman i i call it the death of death because after that about a month it, later, it they went. Comic books. They went. You're not a real comic book character if you haven't died <laughs> yeah, yet. Yeah. They broke. Well, no. What broke happened? Well, and this world. is exactly. No, I think this is what happened in their boardrooms and stuff. They they came off this high. They all came back from vacation. They're like, dude, guys, we that was amazing. The highest sales rate. Everything's because, yeah. like you said, they made the novel. They had the special edition print. It was crazy. It was awesome. And then they realized. What what do we do now? <laughs> you know what I mean. And then they wrote the stupid, terrible. What is it? Kryptonian skin cell? Like uh, he just he he, t- he was basically taking a nap. He was recharging. Yeah, you know what I mean. The sun. Yeah, yeah. He, he basically had to plug. You know, like when your drill battery dies, you got to plug it in overnight. That's basically what he was doing. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? It's a good way to put <laughs> yeah. it. So anyway, and that there, and then after that, it just everybody was dying and coming back to life. I actually think it did more harm than good, to be but, honest. But it was a great. But story the reason line. they did yeah. it is because of how big of a, what yeah. it did for the Superman franchise. Yeah. No, I did. It made it. It was amazing. It was jaw dropping because your favorite guy died. And but not only your favorite guy, it's Superman. Someone who was not killable. Yeah, dead, died. Yeah. And left it hanging for a but time. See, that's where I think, well, that's what I think is missing nowadays is tragedies. Well, the fear of death. No one can die now in comic books. I mean, uh, the majority of most people's opinion on Star Wars is episode five, right? When the Rebel Alliance loses. Mm. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Great, yeah. It is so... Because you felt like you lost. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> oh. Tragedies are missing in today's movies, uh, I yeah, feel. Well, I think I, I think that the, the argument that a why Game of Thrones was so popular is because it, it had reinvented this, yeah. this. You had main character that right at the end of book one, you're like, well, he's not going to die. We know what's yeah. going to happen. He's going to get out of this somehow. And his head is chopped off. Mm-hmm. Having everything resolve in a quick fashion makes it less interesting, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I that's why I think um, not Endgame, but the Avengers right before when they lose. Infinity, oh, it was great. And every, you know, and oh, and they just disappear. Dude, and just Spider-Man's laying there. Oh, my gosh. I got it. It was so good. And then it just ends and you're like, holy shit hole. Yeah. That needs to happen more, yeah, in my opinion, for a good story. Agreed. Let's uh, let's. What are we talking about, anyways? Yeah, Isn't I don't this know. a new story. Yeah, uh, Rocket Arena. <laughs> yeah, what well, well, what do we even? We got out of comic books. Oh, oh yeah, Marvel, Marvel Avengers, Avengers. Beta. Marvel Avengers yeah, Beta coming yeah. soon. I'm excited. Yeah, there you go. Rocket Arena. Uh, uh, hold on, hold on. Before we move on, I would argue the Dark Knight was a tragedy. Sure. Yeah. As well. That, yeah, but those were I, those so were good. those were good. Though. That was made it so if, good. if you think about it, at the end of the well, yeah, the Dark Knight because there's Batman begins yeah. in the Dark Knight. The Dark Knight he technically lost. Oh, he did. Yeah. Yeah. The Joker won. The Joker. Oh. I, it's so it's so good to have tragedy stories. I mean, yeah. Shakespeare wrote plenty of them. Yeah. Right? Well, and the thing is, is to I have... would say, isn't he like the Godfather of English? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, he's <laughs> the Godfather of stories. Yeah. Well, and that and that's what made that's where to have a good hero. You need a good bad guy. And yeah. if you don't have that, if there isn't this evil out there to be fighting, it just and that was the problem I think that a lot of people had with the last the last Avengers is there was no there was no power structure like Correct. Everybody it, I was confused at who was powerful, who wasn't powerful. Even even uh, Thanos in the first one is like this unbeatable dude. And then in in, in the, the follow up 
He goes through. He, he was beat so easily. He, you know, he goes through sixteen movies to get the gauntlet. And there's a whole bunch of problems with that. I'm yeah, and I th- and yeah, I think that that was one of the issues that people had with that movie. Uh, who 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 had some criticisms for that movie. Um, whereas like a Dark Knight, the Joker was legit. No, well, that's I mean that story has been done a million times, but I love it every time because the bad guy and the good guy are so opposite, and they're so. It's it's just such well, a, and one can't exist without the other. I think that's yeah. the that's honestly because of Batman is one of my favorite cu- characters because of Joker, and Joker is one of my ca- favorite characters because of Batman. Right. So yeah, yeah. and unfortunately, it, I, I, I I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, pe- I, uh, I'm just throwing my hands up in yeah. the air. Yeah. I don't even know. Uh, people are in chat. We're talking about the beta. I don't know. Did we even say the release date? Or did we decide <laughs> yeah, so the, the beta? Yeah, the beta sorry, on, again, on PC and Xbox will be on August 21st. Oh. Uh, so not not too far away here. Uh, <laughs> thanks for keeping. Yeah, us, yeah. Thanks for keeping us in like. Uh, <laughs> hold on one sec. One second before I move on because I am enjoying the comic book discussion. <laughs> what comic book? Story slash character has not been done that you would like to see done. Can I can I tell you in, mine? in like the big screen, like, on, the, on a okay, big screen sure. movie or an HBO miniseries type well, of deal? Done well. Can I add that no, to no, it? Done obviously, well. obviously, assume that it's done well. Uh, but because there's so many superheroes out there that haven't been done, I'll tell you one storyline that I think would be very cool. Uh-huh. I really like the DC versus Marvel storyline. Uh, I had those comics. Those comics were super cool. Yeah. They were a little bit flawed, but I think seeing that on the big screen. I don't think you could do that. I don't know how you would do that. You'd have to do something crazy with well, Disney. Disney, right? <laughs> yeah. I guess Disney's buying everybody Disney now. Will just buy every, just, Disney will just buy, <laughs> uh, make a deal with WB and, and go from there. Uh, Who might be... Oh, never mind. Never, yeah, never mind. Um, but another one that uh, a superhero that I've always loved and has just been the epitome of cool, and he showed up as a, as a character briefly in the Fantastic Four, but Silver Surfer. I would love to see a proper Silver yeah, Surfer. I really like him done. too. He is so. I mean, there's a reason he's cool because he's freaking cool. Well, on the flare cards, if you were, did, you ever collect the flare cards of oh, all no, your superheroes? No, I never did. No, he was sevens across the board. <laughs> that mofo was powerful, yeah, dude. dude. And remember, at uh, is a Fantastic Four that he's. Uh, That's the storyline that he he comes he in normally the, comes through. Yeah, yeah, he comes in at the end there in the movie, and even in that movie, you're like, oh, Silver Surfer. Yeah, I love Silver Surfer. I would like to see a Silver Surfer. And that has that character is tragedy. Like his whole storyline is sad. Did right, you're right. Yeah, I would like to see that. Anyways, what about you? Guys? I would I would like to see uh one of my favorites is so Batman Death in the Family is kind of the yeah. the it's where it's where the Joker kills Jason Todd, mm-hmm. uh, the second Robin. Uh not Death of the Family, which is the new one they just did. But anyway, Death in the Family, right? Uh, not necessarily that one, but I'd like to see the whole story arc of that because a lot of people like uh, Dick Grayson as Robin because he's. I feel like Dick Grayson is kind of your beacon of light, Robin. Right? Sure. He becomes his own superhero later. Right? I like the Jason Todd Batman storyline because Jason Todd was a was a nobody. You know what I mean? He was he was this kind of street rat type of character. Right? Batman took him under his wing, trained him how to be Robin. He become. I like the dynamic between those two. I like Jason Todd as Robin because he was imperfect. There was times when he went too far, and Batman had to say no. This is why we don't go too far. You know what I mean? And then obviously it all it, it leads up to the end of Death in the Family, where Joker uh, kills Jason Todd with a crowbar. Uh, yeah. anyway, I think that whole I just like Jason Todd is my favorite Robin because of his he's a person right I feel like he's a normal person he's, he's a human he's, he's imperfect you yeah. know what I mean yeah I like that and I feel like him and Batman make a good compliment to each other anyway I would like that whole storyline done well 
yeah. uh, caveat. Done well. Done well. Yeah, 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 done well, right? Spicy. Uh, anyway, I, was, that would be I saw you write down a couple there. I was, yeah, I was writing down so I didn't forget. So there was a movie made. Yeah. But it wasn't the best. <laughs> but I actually really like Ghost Rider. Oh, yeah. Mm. So, and dude, who doesn't want a flaming head on a motorcycle? Nicolas Cage. Flaming, yeah, yeah, that's the movie. <laughs> Ghost Rider. I had so many of those comics. I loved Ghost Rider. He was a badass from hell. Yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> a badass from hell. Um, I like Nightwing, you know, kind hey, of thing. Dick Grayson. Yeah, there you that go. Yeah, Nightwing's a, a good one. one, yeah. Um, I, But I think my answer that I don't think there's been a movie yet. But Batman 2099, I think his character and just the, the time, you know, in the future. Is that is that Terry? Like Batman Beyond Terry? Or is no, this, it's, is that, it's, 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 it's like it's future. Yeah, yeah, okay, it, okay. Like, I love, I, I don't know. I think I just like his Batman suit in oh. that one. And he could just, it, you know, that scene where, where uh, the new animated Spider-Man movie where he's like. Spider-Verse? Yeah, it's, yeah into the Spider-Verse where. Uh, he's jumping down and it's like upside down and it's like that. You know what I'm talking about Have you, in yeah, the movie? Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. You know where the buildings are on the opposite side and he's just inception. No, not inception. <laughs> he's just jumping down. It's just a cool scene. I'll pull it up in a minute, but that's like every shot in the comics of Batman 2099. Cause and here's really the thing with these movies that you bring up a good point. It doesn't need to be live action. If you did it like Into the Spider-Verse, that movie was so good. That's a great I would movie. be down with some animation. Yeah. Well, they do animation. a lot of good. I think actually the animation ones are good. They like have they some did, of the best storylines. They did. Speaking of sure. Jason Todd, they have one. I think, you. I think yeah, anyway, uh, they have one called Into the Red Hood, which is a Jason Todd storyline, which was actually really good. You know, I, again, I'm not a fan of the whole death is not permanent thing, but whatever. Yeah. I mean, it was still a good storyline, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, this is an Xbox podcast, yeah. so let's get back to yeah. Xbox. Well, you uh, asked. Yeah, yeah. Rocket, uh, Arena Rocket, season one. Rocket Arena season one, uh, releasing its its blast oh. pass is what they call it. Sorry, Daredevil. I know that Netflix did a really good one, but I yeah, that's one of my was actually good. That's one of my favorite characters. Yeah, back to you, David. Yeah, Daredevil. Hold on, does Chat know about my experience with Daredevil? Oh, sorry, Chat is Chat is right. It's under the Red Hood. Not I don't. Into I don't think. Hood. I don't think I've ever shared my uh, romance with Elektra that I had. Oh, oh, you yeah, met her in real life. Yeah, in real life. I was on the, the set yeah. while while she was actually Electra. She was Electra. She. Uh, this is the uh, two thousand what seven movie, right? Yeah, ben uh, Affleck. Ben Affleck. I think it would have been two thousand and five five ish. Okay, yeah, yeah. Two thousand five ish. Uh, I was on the set of Electra. Had lunch. Uh, with the lecture herself, herself and, and her sister and her little girl person, the little yeah, right? girl I, in that uh, movie who, I feel bad no one remembers who totally wanted me <laughs> by the way <laughs> I'm sure uh, I'm sure I'm sure Electra did or the little girl yeah who plays Electra and Jennifer what's <laughs> Jennifer Gardner Jennifer Gardner that's right Jennifer you Gardner you met her she, in fact I should at bring, the time she was alias I should bring the yeah. picture of her and put her yeah, back she here signed for, it on the wall yeah, for us she signed She's and it's a good picture of the her. picture of uh, <laughs> yeah Jennifer Garner. Uh, she this was before her in the Ben Affleck romance. She she told me wait wait for me. The yeah, thirteen was, going on thirty years. This right? was the thirteen going on thirty years. Yeah, she was wait for me, and I said okay, I will. <laughs> she was busy filming this movie, but but yeah. then Ben Affleck sw swooped in and stole yeah. that romance right and said, hey, I can nose. be Batman. No fun fact, I was on the set. I was on the set for that. I had the opportunity. Uh, I knew the um, the producers of that movie. And so I was on this. I got to go on the set of that, and it was super fun. There all day, uh, had lunch with everybody, and super cool. Um, That's I've never seen the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually I heard it sucks. Yeah. But, well, because. 
But I there's reasons. To yeah, <laughs> but I enjoyed my time with Jennifer Garner. I mean, why? She's how a, could you not? She's yeah. a crush uh, that I have. Uh, in that same, in that same, this is when I was living in British Columbia, um, and a lot of movies are filmed in British up Columbia. Up north, up north. They call, north they call it North Hollywood, actually. Our northern uh, friends, and that's where Electra was filmed in British Columbia. There, I also and every other movie. I also got to go golfing with Samuel L. Jackson as well. Whoa! I didn't know that. That's yeah. awesome. Oh, and didn't you meet the Beast from Sandlot? Oh yes, and you like sat next to him. Yeah, the, no, I had lunch with him. I have a picture. Yeah, he's that, got a crush on me. That dog, my head can fit inside that dog's mouth. <laughs> well, he's, he's, he's the beast. beast. It's huge. Have you seen what he does and to baseball? The lady that ra- <laughs> the lady that raised that dog um, for the Sandlot also like then breeded it right. So it's children. You know, it's David was yeah. sitting right there. But that's what, <laughs> watched, what David went to. Yeah, that's uh, actually why he went there. Yeah, it's children. <laughs> Watch. Fun story. It's children were just as big and or bigger than that dog. One of the dogs, they made the mistake of tying it up to like genetically the enhancing deck it outside, pulled down the whole those dog those dogs <laughs> pulled down those, the deck. The the, the be, those dogs are three hundred and twenty five to to three hundred and fifty, three hundred and sixty pounds lean. Of pure power. And they are they do use them they're show dogs. They use them like for show and for movies. So they're like but the, I, it, those things you want a dog that's gonna now if someone kicked that dog, don't blame you at all. <laughs> <laughs> that is a dog that you would that dog is that guy, giant. The dog that would probably kick you. At you Oh yeah! If you kick that dog, it could eat you. Yeah. <laughs> that's like a dire wolf. When I think of a dire wolf, that's that's a dire wolf. Anyways, there you go, guys. I I don't, I don't think we've ever revealed that on the show that Jennifer Garner. Maybe we have on the early episode. Is in love with you. Jennifer yeah. Garner and I had a little uh, had a little tryst there one afternoon. Also, he, uh, you know, I can't confirm bred or de- the beast. I can't confirm or deny <laughs> this. And on the same day, you bred I the beast. I <laughs> from I, can, I cannot confirm or deny this, but she may or may not. Have invited me back to her trailer, and we may or may not have made love. <laughs> uh, maybe uh, she listens. That's why you should title this podcast. Did Did X won the gamer make love with, with Jennifer, Jennifer Gardner? <laughs> Question mark. I cannot confirm or deny it. That's all I could say. I, uh, I cannot. Anyway, so Rocket Arena season one is <laughs> yeah, now available. Uh, so they have the Blast Pass, which is just their version of the Battle Pass. Comes with a ton of, I think it was like thirty-three cosmetics, ton of stuff, right? Uh, very cool. It uh, comes with a new free character as well, and then I believe a free map as well. But is it av- it is available now for everybody? Uh, it started on the twenty-eighth, which was just a couple days ago. But uh, Rocket Arena. Boom. I actually go. believe Rocket Arena is uh, on sale right now too. There you go. Uh, also. Uh, to round off the news, Xbox is doing what they call the Summer Spotlight 2020. Uh, basically, it's just a bunch of games coming out uh, over the next over the summer, right? Um, there's a lot of games coming out. Uh, I won't go through the whole list, but there's there's a lot of them on there. There's uh, Yakuza, one of the uh, Yakuza Kiwami 2 is one of them, right? There's there's a ton of them, right? Uh, but anyway, what they're doing is if you buy a game uh, that releases during the the Summer Spotlight, uh, they're giving you different rewards. Uh, spend $50 on an eligible game and you'll receive 5,000 Microsoft reward points and get a $5 gift card. But if you're a Game Pass Ultimate member, you'll receive a $10 gift card, right? So they're just, they're doing different things, just kind of your summer hoo-ah, I guess. Hoorah. But, uh, nice. Anyway, a lot of games coming out. Um, uh, ones that I actually pop out to me are SpongeBob SquarePants, Battle for Bikini Bottom, Rehydrated. That is actually, I played that game on the GameCube. It is actually a really fun platformer. Uh, it's like a 3D platformer, right? Like you're moving forward instead of side to side. But anyway, it's a really, it's actually a really fun game. Uh, another one was uh, Kiwa- uh, 
Yakuza Kiwami 2 is another one. Uh, we also have Skater XL, which is your your skate simulator, skate, which is really game. cool. Uh, a lot of uh, one that I actually think Mark would enjoy heavily is one called the Tourist, spelled with a Y. Tourist. Uh, but that one actually looks really uh, quite fun. But anyway, why would I like it? Why Why do you say that? Uh, pull up the trailer. Let's watch it. Oh. Uh, it's it's really hard to describe. Fair enough. But you're a tourist, and you go through and do touristy things. But the game, I actually think we would all love it. I, How I, do you not spell this? T O U R Y S T. T O U R Y S T. Uh, just do trailer. Um, no, the the art style is really cool. Uh, I I actually think we'd all like it. I don't know why I'm singling out Mark, but no, oh, because uh, I like games. Yeah, you like games. Um, <laughs> can I like? Yeah, just do the Nintendo Switch trailer. Who cares, right? Yeah, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Okay. Throwing this up, uh, the tourist with a Y. Yeah, so it's. Uh, oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember you know, this, yeah, this, it's, we saw this. So yeah, it's, well, it's yeah, a really this? cool. It's coming to the Xbox. So it's basically you're, you, there's puzzles. You're basically a tourist trying to complete all these tasks. Re- <laughs> it has this really cool artwork. Uh, it almost looks Lego-ish. Yeah. In a way, and just really good art style. I like it. Like you could go play arcades. Play games. You're you're literally on vacation. That was was that F one zero. I think it, it was. looked. Well, I don't. But that's wasn't. probably it because it's for a the lot like F one zero, right? Yeah. I want to see that. Hold on. Let's see that. Bob. Bob is the high score. Yeah, it's not F one zero, but it looks oh, okay. it looks Similar, like it yeah. for sure. But there's so like it's just it's a lot of you do a lot of touristy things, but there's puzzles involved. It looks actually like a really fun game. So. It really does. But anyway, it's one of the games like uh, the coming style. out. Uh, I believe it comes out between uh, July 28th and August 3rd if it's not already out. Uh, I don't know if it's out right now or not, but it comes out between 28th and the 3rd. But anyway, uh, Summer Spotlight, if you buy a game, you get rewarded with Microsoft points and gift cards and stuff and like that. And that so. brings us to the last segment of our show. This is the segment of the show where we take your questions to submit a question. You can do so each and every single week over on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash positive gaming or x1bros.com forward slash support. Our first question comes from the man Quick Trigger. Ooh. Quick Trigger says, Quick Trigger here. As excited as I am to play a Viking in Valhalla, ah. I feel the Assassin's Creed franchise has really let us down the past few games, getting further and further away from stealth and actual assassinations. On top of this, all the recent controversies with Ubisoft. I'm not sure I want to support them. What are your thoughts on Assassin's Creed? Uh, let's take let's take the the first part of this question. Assassin's Creed franchise getting away from the the core Assassin's Creeds. I, I do think there's a give and take there. I think there's some good about it, and I think there's some bad about it. I think the good about it is we're away from uh, Abstergo, which be, outside of Assassin's Creed one and two, that storyline. In, the, in, in one and two, that storyline was fantastic. Yeah, one Outs- through three, I think. Yeah. yeah, even three. Outside of that, I think they that storyline, they were tied to that storyline and they tried to force it into games and it just didn't work for me. I like... I haven't been into Assassin's Creed since Black Flag. Black Flag was the last one. I was like, okay, I'm done. This is the same thing we've seen. I like this new direction myself. And I know if you're a hardcore Assassin's Creed fan, you might not like this direction if you want that original stealth hunt down someone mm-hmm, mm-hmm. hide in the crowd and then assassinate them that this is different and it still gives you the option to do that from my understanding i haven't played origins or odyssey yeah. it's just not as as encouraged or mm-hmm. as apparent as in the previous assassin the original assassin's yeah Creed, no correct? especially in odyssey i think i mean yeah you can try but anyway basically i think we actually talked about it when playing assassin's creed odyssey it actually wasn't an assassin's creed game it just kind of had the title. I actually don't think you really even talked about assassins unless you bought the like DLC that came out a couple months later. But like, well, there's it, that it very lightly hinted in certain areas of it. But that game, I feel like, was more of a 
just go out and do what you want, murdering murder. people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and fight yeah. Medusa. I'll be honest, uh, I really, really like the new ones a lot. <laughs> yeah, because they're not... They're yeah, they're, 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 they're fun, uh, you know? Um, I get that it's not like that Splinter Cell, Splinter Cell style sneak... And if you don't sneak, there's no you you fail the mission basically, right? Um, Which the first ones that is what made the first ones really good and iconic. Well, yeah, the the blending in the yeah, you know, so yeah. But at the same time, they still give you your assassin ability tree in your, you know, your skills tree that you can just level up. And I, I love stealth games, and I always play these games as a stealth objective. You know, sure. And a lot, even the Far Cry games, if I don't take out a town where I have perfect stealth, I'll re reload my save game and try it again, right? So I, I, I get it. I get the stealth involved. And every time I've played these new versions of this games, these games, um, the Egypt, what was the Egypt one? Um, Assassin's Creed. Origins. Origins. That was the first, like, real shift shift yeah. and assassin's creed odyssey i built my character out to go stealth and you can still play that way it's just there's a lot more freedom involved to do whatever you want and to and to create scenarios that are hilarious and and, and all that so i would say that the assassin's creed franchise in my opinion this may be controversial but i think they've improved okay as far as fun Sure. Because you can play the stealth way. Does it stick to, as far as story goes, especially on these later ones, is it more of well, just a nod to the past? I think they put the Assassin's Creed, or is the story I feel like just completely I Now, I haven't played the DLCs of Odyssey, which I do know actually gives you a little bit more assassin-y stuff, but I feel like they throw in Abstergo because they have to, because it's like... I mean, time, it, they were I mean? still there. It's part... Like in, the, in Odyssey, you had the... When you went to go main story, you still had that spear that that lady was in the. I don't know if you guys got yeah, did yeah. that. You know, you went in down and then she was like for the spear of stuff. Leonidas. Yeah, the spear of Leonidas, where they're using artifacts to get the Abstergo data, and that's you know they bent it in that way. Um, but it was really brief, and it didn't. It's lo it's it feels like loosely, loosely Assassin's Creed title. As far as story goes. Yeah, but you still have the same style. Yeah. As far as the looks, they always have that hooded Correct. stuff. I would, I would say that this one, the Valhalla one, looks like it's going to be more of a hybrid of past mm -hmm. and Odyssey. Yeah, one of the things that they did show off was actually merging into the crowd. Correct. Yeah, like you used to do with stuff. the monks and that's stuff. That's what I was yeah, going to say, yeah. that, like where you would do, where you did that. I, I And maybe that's going to be back in multiplayer if they add that again, because I actually really liked the multiplayer. Was it Brotherhood or was it... Uh, it was three. Three that... I think it was either Brotherhood or Revelations. I think it was Brotherhood that came first. Yeah, anyways. Yeah, yeah. To answer, Quick Trigger, to answer your question... I actually really like the new ones. I think they're very fun. And I think you're going to get more nods to the previous ones as well because we did see the blending and stuff. But at the same time, I think it's still going to be open world and you're going to have a level system that's sure. been revamped and everything. So I, I'm really excited. I think it... I think it's going to be good. Yeah, can personally. I just say I'm I'm very excited for... I haven't played Assassin's Creed again since Black Flag. Black Flag kind of... It, it was too fetch questy for me mm -hmm. and just turned me off. And then they, the subsequent games I just never got into. 
Uh, you guys have raved about uh, Odyssey and Origins. Well, it's just because you just murder people. And, <laughs> and, and for me, the, the, the thing there was just timing for those games, why I didn't get into them because of open worlds. I only have so much time for open world games in my life. This one I'm making time for, Valhalla. Mm-hmm. This one, I, I, I really like, I just like the style that it's going in. I do get, though, I do, I do get the impression that it is a loosely tied Assassin's Creed title as far as lore and story story goes. Um, Quick Trigger is actually in chat, and he says, I don't like no more one-hit kills. Interesting. Yeah, for like the assassination. Because yeah. so, actually, they are correct. If you sneak up and assassinate someone, th- I think, do any of them die first? I think they do like if they're peons, right? Sure. No, it, well, yeah, you can kit things out, and it can get really, really powerful. Um, you can't one-hit kill people that are five levels higher than you. Um, Maybe that comes back in Valhalla, though. But you can, like, the the spear, like in Odyssey, I leveled up just just pure stealth kills, and I was pretty much one-shotting anybody I looked at, and they exploded. But so. they were within your level range, right? Yeah, well, at least, like, four, at least up to, like, four higher. But it did require you to level up just the stealth kill ability. Which tree. is, I would assume, if you want to play stealth, that's the tree yeah. you'd level up, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Interesting. I don't know. Interesting. I'm, anyways, I'm, regardless, I'm very excited to get back into it. I know that there has been some changes, so I get if people are hesitant, particularly if you've been with the franchise from the beginning. Um, that that makes sense to me. Again, anyways, great great question, Quick Trigger. Uh, can I say something controversial? Yes. I said yes. This, I said this on Twitter. Hey, we've all this is we've all hit the controversial button for me. Uh, yes. Uh, it would be this one, I believe. World. Premier. I posted this on Twitter, and I was actually surprised at how many people didn't rip me a new one. It was about 50-50. Uh, unpopular opinion. I'm more excited for Valhalla than Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, we were talking about this the other day. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually saw that tweet, and I thought yeah. you were an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the reason is not that, I'm, not that I'm not looking forward to Cyberpunk 2077, but Valhalla gives me this impression of simplicity, of just being able to jump in, do a couple raids, have fun murdering people <laughs> and then jumping out whereas Cyberpunk 2077 I still feel like you can murder people oh, oh no doubt that you can but it feels like to fully I mean if it's anything like The Witcher 3 and it sounds like it's going to be Witcher 3 on steroids to ju- to even get into an a halfway experience starting to get merged into that game right to really lose yourself that's at least you're looking at least 10 to 15 hours just to get to that point yeah, right yeah, like yeah. that's which is good which is really cool but I do think I'm just at a point in my life where that simplicity that I saw with Valhalla appeals to me more. Yeah. No, and I've actually because I was I was we had the discussion and I asked the question why would they release so close to Cyberpunk, right? Um, sorry, I'm getting a phone call. It was kind of awkward. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you just ignored your wife. Yeah, well, she, she knows where I'm at. Yeah. I don't, you know. <laughs> and anyway. he is making a point right yeah, now. He's yeah, in the middle on. of a yeah, sentence. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, we talked about because I was like, oh man, why are they releasing there? I, I mean, after actually your tweet and comments and seeing other people, I mean, I know there's a lot of people that are excited for Valhalla, uh, which I am too. I mean, yeah. Vikings. I mean, it's a well, cool I think, setting. I, I mean, think everyone's excited for both. Yeah, they both no, look like fantastic it, games. It's just kind of because uh, a lot. I mean, there's a lot of people out there that aren't gonna be able to buy both, right? Because sure. you're talking about two sixty dollars games. I think it just depends on what you're. I mean, if you're a oh my gosh, what you're looking for. Yeah, if uh, she, might, she might be watching you, yeah, yeah, you yeah, might yeah. you might need to take that call, make your point, <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. get out of here. And, no, and, uh, basically what I'm saying is, I mean, I think your your hardcore Assassin's Creed fans are obviously going to go for Assassin's Creed. Like me personally, I 
am invested with CD Projekt Red. Like I, I think Witcher Three, in my opinion, is one of the greatest games ever made. It's my favorite game. I, I, I really like what they did, and having that, you know, obviously on, you know, obviously they've uh, updated engine, newer stuff. Just the setting alone of cyberpunk, right? Yeah. Uh, like personally, I'm more excited for that. But I no, your tweet it was very fascinating seeing everybody. It's it, it was it, like it, a fifty fifty draw. It is more. Me. I thought I will I was be honest. It is more split than I thought it was because I thought more people would lean towards cyberpunk. But I think it's just having having said that. When I said it's a fifty fifty split, yeah. that's obviously a very small sample size. That's it's a fifty fifty split on people who responded to me, and I did get. I was you know it's either you're dumb. Or I agree with you, right? And, it, and it, I, that surprised me. I thought I would get yeah. more like that's a foolish Here, statement. Here's my here's my opinion. Go ahead. Assassin's Creed games come out every 1.8 years. <laughs> CD Projekt Red games come out every. I mean, twice in my lifetime. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You know, so it's true. Uh, and I've I it really is. They've have the pedigree of making the best games see, ever I'm, made. I'm planning on playing Witcher three in retirement. Wait, yeah, you haven't even. That's why you have Cyber, only played the Baron level. Cyberpunk. I mean, I've played the first fifteen hours multiple times. I know. <laughs> that's why. That's why you haven't tasted the food. You have. You you you've just been like. Mm. But see, I want to just be able to jump in, get my meal, and jump out. Right? Like this is. I've got to go in. Yeah. I've got to first stop I've, restarting your game. I've got to go in first. I've got to go to the grocery store, pick out the food. No, first I got to put together a grocery list. Then I got to go to the store, pick out the food. Then I've got to come home and shuck the corn. <laughs> then I've got to bring the water to boil, get all my plates out, but cook the food throughout that whole thing. Before from, I get to actually enjoy the throughout food. all those errands that you're doing throughout that day, you are being pleasured. <laughs> so no, and why I, is that a bad no, thing? And I, no, and I agree that that's a good thing, but I just think I, I, I wonder if, if simplicity I know in my life I just think simplicity in fact even thinking about Red Dead Redemption 1 versus Red Dead Redemption 2 I would like to go back and play Red Dead Redemption 1 again because I think it was a more simple game and that was to its credit whereas Red Dead Redemption 2 was a more complex game which there's something to be said with, about was that was to its credit which is to its credit yeah mm. but but I think you know which one is better at this point I there's something to be said about the simplicity of a game that enables you to jump in and enjoy it. No, yeah. Well, I mean, like we talked about with the grounded, I love the fact that the survival elements of eating, drinking, health and stamina is, is it right. It's yeah. just, it's, it's, it's simpler. Right. Yeah. Anyway, anyways, there we go. That was just, uh, no, it's an interesting, uh, interesting. Uh, last question comes from sticks remix. He says, Hey bros, a new console will be launching soon. Development costs have the potential of increasing. Obviously, we're seeing this with the rumor of $70 games. What do you think this will mean for AA or indie developers? Will we see a lot of these companies die off like the big fallout around the 2010-ish era? Or will we see more consolidation with the big three acquiring these studios? With the advent of Kickstarter, Patreon, etc., these smaller companies have more ways to find private funding. But do you think that this is sustainable in the new generation? Thoughts on that? We kind of started talking about this before the show. Uh, one of the points that we had brought up was, or, or, or not even before the show, but even in the news segment there of games announcing that they will be maintain sixty dollars or forty dollars. A lot, yeah. And a that kind of—it's really only the two K people. That yeah, and that, that. kind of I mean, maybe there'll be more. That kind of does alienate two K, two K with their NBA two K series, where they announced that it will be a seventy dollar game. Uh, and my my problem with two K right off the bat was they already have a microtransaction which is very very yeah. fruitful for them and profitable for them and that's where if you're going to argue the development costs you've already figured out a way to recuperate those development costs and thrive and also uh 
I, I, I don't know. I actually don't think we're going to see $70 games is what it's coming down to is what I'm trying to say here. Uh, I don't think the justification is there. I a lot of a lot of progress, a lot of podcasts that I listened to, a lot of journalists d- dug in and really researched what are the profit margins. The profit margins in 2019 are higher than they've ever been for gaming. And so, yes, games might cost more. But like Spicy said, your player base is bigger. They're digital copies. They're not hard copies of games. Your profit margins are higher than they've ever been. So I just don't know that the $70 game price point is justified at this point. Mm-hmm. And I don't and I also just don't think that developers are willing to to take that chance. Take two has done it, and they're really the only ones at this point that have, yeah. that have done it. Uh, and and you'd think you would have seen more already. Now maybe I'm wrong, and uh, by the end of this next generation we'll get there. But I just I just don't see it. I don't think there's I I think there might be a will from developers, and they're going to try to get as much money as they can. That's the nature of a free market society, and and more power to them, especially if the market says that 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 is appropriate price to pay. But I I just. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know that we're there yet. No, I don't. I don't. I don't really. I really, especially after seeing you know, other people not do it. Yeah. You know, I other don't. People I don't not think. do it. And then even heads of, I mean, uh, Phil Spencer and Xbox, you know, encouraged not pe- game developers yeah. not to do. It. I mean, it's up to you. Yeah. But we, uh, you know. Well, and then just the recent announcements of Halo multiplayer being free is a yeah, yeah, another and, thing. Like, hey, we're not charged. They're not trying. You know, I mean, I don't know how much the campaign will be, but not I only, assume it won't be. You know, yeah. Not only that, but you do have the Game Pass, and you've got to assume that PlayStation is working on something similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got you've got EA access there. You've got different va- way high value. Yeah options at a, at a much, I mean, much smaller we'll, I think price. we'll have a clearer picture once we get maybe two three years into this next generation right because yeah. then you'll see but I, I don't think like you said I, the profit margins are huge I don't think I don't think it's going to be a mainstay thing right as as for the second half of the questions I also don't think indie studios are really going anywhere no um, can I can I add yeah. to that yeah go ahead that part yeah. of the question um, so you're he, he says we will see a lot of these companies die off like big fallout around t- 2010 I would actually, as far as my experience, 2010, maybe there was a lot of uh, developers that that kind of crashed and burned, but that, I feel, was the time period of Hotline Miami, Super Meat Boy, Devolver Digital going in and taking, you know, adding a lot more people to that. I feel as though that is almost the golden era. At, well, what preceded it. After that, yeah. after that um, is kind of... I because think that's what you also got Xbox Arcade that came out. Yeah, which really I think helped out indie I think developers. around that you also got Steam. Yeah, I remember where indie developers. Well, that's the, that's what I'm going to say is I think that solutions to publishing became much more viable to indie developers mm-hmm. at that time period. Maybe because of that crash, but I really feel like today indie indie companies indie developers have more power at their fingertips than they've ever had before for self-publishing for um using engines like unreal using or you know and unity and and all Mm -hmm. these game engines that are just almost freely available to to people right so when and not to mention all the the new uh publishers that you have for specifically like indie style games like you take a game like rocket arena who didn't have who was a self-publisher before but then got themselves into the ea originals publishment right so uh then you have uh what is it uh xbox what's xbox version for their indies uh yeah i know what you're talking about xbox uh, yeah the guy wears the shirt yeah he's actually one of the greatest guys ever oh what's <laughs> what's the name 
Is it called Xbox Indie? No. What what is it called? I can't remember. Xbox, but Xbox has their own version, right? Um, you have you like you said with uh, using the Unreal Engine, right? It's no upfront cost. It's only if you make money type thing, right? Um, I think technology today makes it easier for people to get started at home type thing, right? And become ID. Yeah. yeah. ID at Xbox. Yeah, ID at Xbox. That's what we couldn't remember. ID at Xbox. Yeah, um, and then I mean, so in nowadays we have all that ID at Xbox, EA Originals. I think Ubisoft is doing some indie stuff too. But even if all that wasn't still here, you still have the king uh, of of being able to publish yourself to Steam very easily. Right. You know what yeah. I mean on PC to get your game out there and stuff well, like that, right? So I mean, yeah, and now Epic is making a push. Yeah, exactly. Thing, right? Yeah, exactly. Right with the Epic's Game Store and all that stuff. So I, I think there's. I agree with Mark. There's more, more avenues nowadays than there was at their fingertips than they've ever had before. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Going to be interesting. Uh, great question. Thank you very much, Sticks Remix, for writing in. Appreciate it. Good questions today. Great questions today. That actually that actually does us for today. Still That's, kind of a long episode, actually. Yeah, we are, we are, we've just been talking in the last couple episodes. Well, we did have that 40-minute bracket of just superheroes. Superheroes. superheroes yeah. Complaining about movies <laughs> and TV shows, but saying how awesome comics were, right? It's so. true. Guys, Thank you very much uh, for listening to us. Thank you very much for the support. It is our one month anniversary since moving over to YouTube. If you haven't yet, head over to YouTube uh, and join us there. That's where we moved from from Mixer. That's where we stream the show live every single Friday. Uh, if you join as a membership, you get access to emails. It's $4.99, the same uh, as it was over on Mixer. It's a great way to support the show. So come join us. You also get loyalty badges. So everybody that's been with us for one month since we moved over, they have the updated. It's different colors. They have an orange. Extacool, as we call it. Yeah. The sexy Extacool. So come grab that loyalty badge. Have a great week, everybody. It's This is the month. August. It's here. Hellblade is our game game club game. We're going to get to know more about the PlayStation. We're going to get to know more about the Xbox hardware. And I bet you we're going to see some more gameplay. So very excited for that. Have a great week, everybody. Enjoy your summer. We'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.